live episode of the Barber's Podcast. And what I got to do real quick is turn this other YouTube I have off because <laughs> I heard myself in the background. Barbers, what's good, man? I got him. I found him. I found Basio. <laughs> I feel like ever since me and Deluxe went live the other day, uh, y'all been wanting to know what Basio has to say. So I found him. And we're going to see what the man Basio has to say. Barbers, let me know in the chat. How did you guys feel about the live that we did the other day? We had... I think it was over 1,500 people when all said and done tune in, which was super dope. Uh, let us know your thoughts in the chat right now. Uh, let me know how you feel about it. And uh, Basio's over there. I think he lighting a cigar, getting the drink ready. And I feel like he's ready to uh, be an open book. So, guys, if you got questions about anything, be ready to ask them. I uh, spoke with Basio prior, obviously, and he said there's nothing that we can't ask. Is that right, Basio? You're an open book. There's nothing we can't ask. I don't have nothing, bro. Let me know. Let me know. Whatever you guys want to learn, whatever you guys want to want to ask me, I'm an open book. We ain't gonna hold nothing back tonight. All right. So first thing I gotta ask, you tuned in the other night to the conversation. Mm -hmm. What were some of your thoughts uh, watching it as an observer, as a barber? Yeah, that's a um, man. I, I I didn't watch the whole thing. I tried to tap in every now and then, and I've been paying attention to the comments. I got to tap in like to like 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 the last 20, 25 minutes up of it and hang out for a little bit. Um, I know I know um, Deluxe. I know him personally, not like on a deep level or anything beyond how you and I know each other, Marv. Um, but I know the guy, and I, and I actually like him as a person. Um, and I will say this, man. Um, First and foremost, like, I feel like, especially now in my life, um, I've got a little bit of a different perspective in that just like D-Lux and all these young guys that are pushing, that are hustling, that's, that got this, you know, if if get rich or die trying type of type of mentality, type of attitude, um, I've been there. And I, I've, I've definitely um, had that mindset. And it served me well during that that time but as you get older as you have more responsibilities um i realized like i was chasing a lot of things i was chasing love i was chasing family i was chasing money i was chasing all these things but before we get started i want to say guys with full context without a relationship with god without faith without that spiritual connection all those other things don't matter you need all of it right like they say you know money's not not everything it's a part of it Right. And you have different pillars that make a good man that make a good life. And I, I feel like as I got older and wiser, um, I realized that no matter how hard I was working on my relationship with my children, with my wife, my relationship with my money, if I didn't have that relationship with God, all that all the all that other stuff would come crumbling down. It's all temporary. Um, and so with that being said, when I look at um what Deluxe does for his for his community what i see is an individual who's serving their needs think about it from my perspective I, I don't see him going after younger barbers i see younger barbers connecting with him because if you if you think about it when i looked at the comment section you see guys with responsibilities guys who are a little bit older looking at this talking about 
the what ifs. But then you got these young guys that they're not worried about the what ifs. They got who cares if they fail? What they what are they what do they have to lose? They ain't got no house, they ain't got no family, they ain't got shit but a nice car. So if if they excuse me, if they if they try at whatever Deluxe is 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 preaching to them and they fail, it's not a big deal. So for me, I think Deluxe serves a good purpose. And I think it's it's gonna be a chapter for a lot of his students in that they will get, you know, um value from it. But is it the end all be all? Are they gonna have a wake up call? I think so. I think they're gonna have a wake up call in a sense of realizing that once you reach, let's say you reach 15k, 20k, 12k, what's next? What's next? Right. And I think that what's next is so much more important than the money. The money's gonna come regardless if you're if you're moving in purpose, if you're moving righteously. But you know, I it's to me it's. It's a bunch bunch of young guys that that are motivated by 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 what he's preaching. A lot of them are seeing success. A lot of them are not. And that goes with anything in life. That goes with anything in life. And I, I think that um more so connecting with Deluxe and helping him grow as a man is only beneficial to the industry. I'm not gonna hate on the guy. My man Basio came to preach tonight. <laughs> My boy, bro, Bossy y'all taking Bossio taking y'all in the uh deep end right out the gate. I love it. And I love but, it because But, but it, Mark, it, it, you know you know you went through that stage in life, bro. Like remember ET hit the hip hop preacher. Remember all these guys. You know, like failure, failure is not an option. Nah, we going hard. We we going crazy. I ain't worried about that. Nah. Like that's the mentality they got, and they they get they just like they can do that. They can do that. We got a lot of guys that are pushing what's going on in their lives onto these younger cats. They're not in that phase. They don't need to be. Let them learn. Let them learn through experience. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I, I told him, I'm like, yo, bro, bro got that Andrew Tate connection with them. He, he, he doing like the Andrew Tate thing almost in the barbering world, whereas the younger people are really connected with him. Because if anybody comes at me, um, from his movement is typically like a younger, younger person. And I think mm. where the disconnect is sometimes is just, you know, you, like you said, we've been at that phase. And when we were at that phase, hearing somebody trying to, to speak in a way, maybe I do, or, or you can at times, or some of the OG speak, it wouldn't have resonated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. with us, Cause like you said, at that spot, you just don't feel like you have nothing nor have nothing to lose. And you see these big numbers getting thrown in front of you, these these uh, big ideas getting thrown in front of you. And it, it, it's exciting, right? It's appealing, especially when you haven't been a barber yet because that's what's interesting to me is, is some of the people that really gravitate towards them are beginner barbers and barber school who haven't navigated this field at all. So they don't really know what to expect or what's going on. And then when he uh, shares some of the, the dark side of it, you know, the long days, the stressful days, the cheap prices, the customers taking advantage of you, looking at the shop owners that are still broke, living in their mama's house, driving a Toyota Corolla, it's a language that's super uh, appealing to them. So it is interesting yeah. to see how he's been able to build a movement and how how much he's been able to motivate them. That's why I told him, I'm like, bro, you're a motivational speaker because you're motivating the hell out of them. Yeah. 
Yeah, possibly. I mean, I I can I can almost guarantee he's giving he's giving value. He's giving a skill set as well. When I see you can see any student that comes from him, you yeah. can see you can go on their page and tell exactly. You can tell when somebody's gone through Deluxe program. So they're obviously learning a skill set. Um, yeah. Whether or not it's worth it is depend. Depending on that individual, right? Because um, this is nothing new what he's doing. Clipper companies do it. What they put on the box is the best possible runtime. What they put on the box is the highest recorded uh, RPMs that they've. It's not the average. It's not what's most likely. Not even Tesla does that with their marketing, right? So this isn't nothing new under the sun. Guys who are wise are going to see through it. Guys who are not, um, they might see through it, but they don't care because what they got to lose. I, I'd rather try than not. Right. So when you're listening to that conversation, because, you know, there's the people out there who when they're seeing um, me and him have the conversation, they say, Marv, why are you hating? Do you feel like I'm hating on what Deluxe is doing? I don't think you're hating. I think you offer. I thought you were very respectful. And I think a disagreement, if you disagree with somebody, that's not that's not hating. I disagree with a lot of people to me. Like, I think Socratic discussions are are super important. Um, That's where growth comes from. Not just growth um, from Deluxe side. You could grow from some of the things that Deluxe know knows, and and vice versa. We can grow each other. That's why masterminds exist. That's why Socratic discussions exist. That's why that's why there's there's uh, masterminds and peer groups. And you know, once you get to a level, for example, like you're like he he brought up guys like Jeff Bezos and all that. These guys go to go to masterminds. Believe it or not, like you hear stories all the time. Of these guys connecting, I forget what party it was. Sorry, I got hiccups and stuff, but um, of course, that's what happened. They now. said they say but, you need some water, bro. They said they said get Vasio some water. I drink a lot of water. I went to the gym today. I went to the chiropractor today. I did all my health stuff before I I, I, I started taking the cigar. So, um, but he brought up you know he brought up the the Jeff Bezos and stuff of the world, and you know these guys still need coaching. They still go to coaches. They I've bro I've I've hired consultants. I've I've grown. I could, everything I have is because of barbering, right? Because of God first and then because of barbering and my family, right? But at some point, who's going to coach you? Somebody's got to coach you, right? Like there's always going to be some coaching and what's right for you at your at your phase might not be right for other other people, right? So like I, I said it yesterday, I spent $30,000 in one in, for one mastermind, right? And I, I, I'm going to do that every single year. Because at some point, look, I don't care about money. I have, I, have, I have no love for money. Money is a tool for me to help me pursue my purpose, pursue my goals, to help me serve my people. And so if it's going to cost me 30K to get a couple nuggets that I can't get anywhere else, I'll spend the money. Now, is it the right timing for everybody? Guys, don't copy what I do. I have 10 other businesses. Like... I don't have to cut hair anymore. I'm in a different phase in my life. So don't copy what I do, but I'm not going to say that, you know, there's programs that are a waste of money. I just can't do that because there's somebody that, that, that program serves. Now, are there going to be some people that lose money? Absolutely. But that's the same shit with everything, with everything. Yeah. So for me, when I, I think about, when I was in barber school, when I was uh, first becoming a barber, my uh, extra education solely came from YouTube, right? So there's people like the people that stood out 
to me from when I was in barber school was Timeless Vic, Al's Millions, Jada Barber. Then I started coming across your stuff, right? And that was the education that that I got, um, which was great. It helped me a lot. Knowing what I know now, after being in this industry, what, 12, 13 years, um, and seeing what's available now, when I look and I see uh, people like Deluxe has a program, you have a program, an academy, Barbara Josh OP has an academy, Marvy Marv has a course, Ivan Zoot has stuff. Knowing what I know now, if I was a beginner barber, I would try to do my best to be involved in as much of that as possible, right? And I think where we make a lot of mistakes where I I probably would have made the same mistake as well if I was a beginner barber today. I think we focus so much on wanting to be better at cutting hair that we're a lot quicker to invest into new clippers, right? The new clipper drops. They see favorite influencer using it. We'll invest into that, right? But then we'll see Basio has a program or Barbara Joshua P or Deluxe or Marv or whoever. And and a lot of beginner barbers who have never done that stuff before retreat from it and feel like I'm not trying to get scammed. Like this is a scam. Oh, this is another person doing a course. Scam. Program scam. Why waste your money when you can learn everything on YouTube? Right? Why waste your money when you can learn everything on, on Google? So my question to you is, what are some of your thoughts on that? Seeing as, I mean, you're even somebody that has, bro, you've put out so much content, right? When it comes to YouTube, when it comes to all these platforms, your free stuff, you've put out thousands mm. of pieces of content. Uh, that's not including your mentorship and, you know, your academy and stuff like that. Um, what would you say to some of these barbers who are coming up that are hesitant to join programs or, or classes um, what would you say to them? And then how would you assure them that they're making the, the, the best decision in that moment to know like, okay, this is this, there's a good chance I'm going to get something from this program. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I would say most of the shit that's, that's in courses, excuse me, a lot of times are out there for free. Everything that I do, I, I put on YouTube, I vlog it. Now, my vlogs have the least amount of viewership out of everything. But like if you watch my vlogs, it's like you're I'm doing real estate, I'm I'm doing products, I'm doing I'm doing much more than just cutting hair in my vlogs, but nobody wants to consume that type of content. What people a lot a lot of times want when they're going to courses is they want Marv to coach them. They want somebody to coach them. And when you have somebody like Marv who has the same goals as everybody else, they want freedom. They want t- they want time freedom, especially like to ask them to coach you one on one and all these things. Like it's ho- it's very very hard for for an individual to do that and do that while serving you know their purpose. So for me, what I try to look at is I look at the individual who's teaching the course and I try to make sure that that person's involved, right? And and b- the reason why I say that is because you're not necessarily paying for information and content you're paying for somebody who's going to coach you through the content just like you can learn how to how to do a bench press because go watch youtube go try it out but the pros are paying somebody how to, to teach them to walk them through it you see what i'm saying and so those are the programs that i look for i look for the right teachers let me let me see what they're what what they're they're about um do we do we have synergy do we um 
relate morally? And is that an individual that I want to replicate or emulate? Right. And if so, and he has a program, I'm buying that shit. If Elon Musk had a fucking course and it was $5,000, I don't care. I'm buying. I'm buying it because I don't care about money that much. I don't love it that much. Now, would I say that to somebody who only has 5000 in the bank account? Hell no. <gasps> Go buy Marv's course. How much is your course, Marv? 197 bucks. It's a no-brainer. I'd buy that before I buy a book because for me, I'm a visual learner. I can't read. Yeah. I got to listen to audios or I watch videos. That's why I love YouTube so much. Um, so you got to identify what works best for you. Some of you guys are hands-on learners. Go pay for a hands-on course go buy something from someone that you've seen you've done some research on that you've seen um it it actually has a body of work and some good testimonials and then go take that hands-on course before i started taking business classes i was taking hands-on course courses out the woodwork because i was not a good reader or a good visual visual learner i have to go take the courses i never forget the first course hands-on course that i took was menspire this was like in 2017 and 2018, something crazy like that. That course was three grand. Plus, I had to fly to Oregon. It was super expensive for me at the time. <laughs> super expensive. But I don't regret taking that class. That class, at the very least, if I didn't get better at cutting hair with shears, I got context. I, I got to see what the best of the best were doing in their classes. A couple years later, I'm doing tours myself. So you never know know what you're going to learn but i know that i knew at that time those were the top dogs and then after that i went i took the vidal sassoon hands-on course i took the josh op hands-on course i did a hands-on course with um andrew andrew cuts hair because i wanted to get better at shears that was the only way i could get better to me the money didn't matter it was the information the experience and and the being able to leverage somebody else's wisdom so yeah and it 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 I understand the the confusion when you hear somebody say um, the money doesn't matter, right? And I'm sure a lot of you guys are listening like, bro, Basio, it's easy for you to say that, bro. You're tomb 45. You're doing a whole lot of wild stuff. Like, y- you've been crushing it. It's easy for you to say that the money doesn't matter. But what I will say, guys, is as much as it might not make sense to you right now, the reason why Basio has been able to accomplish a lot of the stuff he has and create so many of these revenue streams and do so many things he's doing is because the mindset of him not caring about the money came first. It didn't come once he got it started making uh, 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 all, the, all of the money. Sure, it might have deepened the belief, but he wouldn't have been able to get to where he is now if he just held on to all of the money, never wanted to spend it, never wanted to invest it into himself, into his businesses, into resources, into programs, into tools. So what I would say to you guys is you got to remember money is a tool. It's a tool that we use to trade for something that we feel is more valuable in the moment, right? So Basio probably should uh, trade uh, uh, his money, the tool of money right now to get a water, go buy a water to help him with his hiccups, right? Um, mm-hmm. Once he sp- once he spends that money, he- he'll feel like he got his value back once his, hip cup- his-, his hiccups are gone, right? Um, a lot of us will spend our money on stuff that doesn't really return no value, and once it's gone, it's gone. I spend money on a, a-, a Snickers that $2 I spent is going forever, right? But when you take money and you spend it on resources, tools, programs, uh, knowledge, uh, you buy your way into relationships, um, 
that's when you're using money in a way where you're using it as a tool to help you get further on your journey in whatever way that is. So when you hear Basio say the money doesn't matter, it's not that the money doesn't matter. What he means is that he's willing to trade the money for things that he knows are going to return things to him in, in a way that's going to help him accomplish his mission. So that's let either me, more me. knowledge, more relationships, more resources, more peace of mind, more freedom, more convenience. Let me, let me put it this way. Um, let me put it this way, Marv, because um, everybody likes to take things literal, right? I, before I said the money doesn't matter, I said there's a, a lot of things that you need. Money's one of them. You know, family is one of them. Uh, time is one of them. A relationship with God is one of them. Money to me is in last place. It's, it's last place. And it's, it's, it's the reason why it's in last place is because when you're chasing money, you, it, I don't know. Have you ever, have you ever been around money hungry people that don't have any relationship with their wives, with, with their kids? They got no relationship with God. They got, they're just chasing money. They got no time. None of that. They got nothing going for them besides money. And so it's last place to me. And, and, and I'll give you guys some examples. So when I, when I started my first barbershop, I didn't start the barbershop because I wanted more money. I started the barbershop because the shop that I was working in, I, I, I created a website for, for the shop. The owner didn't like it. I created online booking for the shop. The owner didn't like it. Shut it down. I was holding signs outside. I was uh, handing out business cards. Owner didn't like it. He thought I was, I was, I was, I was becoming too much of the face of the shop and he was afraid I was going to steal the, steal his clients. And so I didn't go open a shop because I wanted more, more money. It's because I wanted to see barbering for its full potential. I wanted to, to, I wanted to love barbering. And these are the things that I needed to do in order to do that. And so me and, and Christian Perez, we got together, we opened the shop with Danny and that was our first location. And here's the mindset I had because I wasn't chasing money. If I was chasing money, I, I would op open the commission shop. I would have tried. I would have been doing the same exact thing that the shop owner was doing to me before I opened the first shop. Right. I would have been doing the same thing because I'm motivated by money. But instead, what I was motivated by was a solution to a problem, which was, listen, most barbers get, get into barbering because they want freedom. Right. Because they 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 love they love the art of barbering because they want f flexibility, all these things, right? They want to be their own boss. And so a lot of these guys, they go and open shops and, and they forget about all that. So what we realized was we have another customer. It isn't just the person who wants to get a haircut. It's the person who's cutting hair. Those, those are our customers too. And what they want, there isn't a lot of platforms that can allow them to achieve that. So our first location we made sure listen it was going to be booth friend ain't going to be commission we're going to take walk-ins and do appointments you're going to be able to raise your prices if, if you want to you you don't have to stick to shop prices we make sure that the barber was happy that and it, it trickled down to the customers by be, by being motivated um to solve a problem for people what ended up happening is we had so many barbers that wanted to work with us just from word of mouth we couldn't keep up with the demand we opened up seven barbershops in five years because of that mindset. The money came. Those shops make a half a million dollars a year profit net every single month. Passive income. Forget 245 
Forget pie, forget YouTube, forget cutting hair. Just the shops that, that I opened up, I never have to work again. It wasn't because I was chasing that. that. That wasn't the goal. There was a problem that I was trying to solve for myself and for the people around me, and it didn't exist. So if you're motivated by that, by that trust me, the money was, was gonna, is going to come. And if you, go, if you go look at the book of Proverbs, it's in there. He literally says that shit. Excuse my language, but Jesus literally says that. Right. If you if you're doing it righteously, you'll never have to feel bad about making a bunch of money because you did it righteously. So if you lead with the, that, it's coming. Yeah, that's one of the things I said last night. I did a live. I went live with Will uh, Stam and uh, prior to me talking to him, you tuned into that. So, yeah, you, you remember. But uh, that one of the things I said is, is, you know, it's not just about how much money you make it's how you make your money. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got to keep that in mind. <laughs> You know, yeah. because we got to live with ourselves, you know? Yeah, for, for, for sure. And there's, and there's people that are going to listen to what I'm saying and they, they're going to think it's stupid. But listen, it's, 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 worked, uh, it's worked really, really well for me. And, and it didn't just stop at barbering. We started the YouTube channel because we wanted more barbers to see what we had to offer. I was vlogging in, 20, in 2016. I was vlogging. In 2014, 2014, 2015, I was vlogging. Showing everything that we were doing, holding signs, I'll say the marketing that we were doing, how to open a barbershop, all that stuff back then. And the reason why we were doing it is because we wanted to attract more barbers to see the, what we had to offer for them. Um, and the channel blew up. Damn, now the channel's making, I remember the channel was making me $13,000 a month, every single month. And I was already making six figures and I already had two barbershops, right? Man, God keeps blessing me. And then I start learning that people go to shows and they teach classes, right? This is cool. And my, my viewers, my audience were in my comments every time I would drop a video, man, come to this city, come to this city, right? And, and so I decided, listen, we're going to do the Orlando premiere. I called Orlando premiere, let's get a booth. And Orlando premiere, they tell me the booth is, if you want to have a class at the Orlando premiere, you have to have a booth and it's going to cost you $3,500. Listen, I was doing well for myself. But I was broke because everything I was making, I was saving to put into the next thing. We had a plan, me and my wife. Um, I remember we were living with my sister. It was me, my sister, my dad. We were all living at my dad's house. It's crazy. Um, this is a grown man with kids. And it, 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 it messed with my ego. But I, I did it because it was for the better of, the, of, of, of our future. And um, by finding that out, I, I said, I can't, I can't go do classes, guys, at these shows because it's too expensive. It was you guys. It was the audience that was watching that said, come out with a product. We'll support it. I didn't come out with that shave gel because I wanted money, bro. I made the shave gel in my kitchen. I started making the shave gel in my kitchen. At the Orlando pre premiere, can you believe we sold 700 bottles? Mm. I didn't know mm. nothing about marketing, no paid ads, nothing like that. Literally just moving within my purpose, bro. And that launched Tomb 45. And there was no investors. There's no loans. None of that. Y'all just kept supporting it. And instead of me going and buying a Lamborghini the first year we made a million dollars, I took that money and we came out with the Bean Team. We came out with the wireless charging mat. We came out with the ecosystem with all these new products. And every, every year since then, God has blessed us, man. Every single year, our income has doubled. Has doubled. We're doing eight. We're like we've done eight figures in revenues, man. It's it's been insane, and none of it has been motivated by money. You see what I'm saying? So you guys don't have to don't have to agree with what I'm saying, but I'm giving y'all some clues, man. I'm giving y'all some clues. 
Barbers, how you guys feeling about this conversation right now? Let us know in the chat. Take a picture, take a screenshot, share it to your story if you haven't done so. Let the people know that Marv and Basio are having a conversation and the man Basio is preaching right now. My man is preaching right now. So let the people know. Tag us in it. So that way we can show you guys um, some love. Again, shoot us your questions in the chat. I'm going to be starring some of the questions and uh, we'll get to some of them for sure. I'm glad to see you guys are loving it. I'm trying to uh, go and, and talk a little bit so my man Basio uh, can take a sip, maybe get them hiccups <laughs> to go away. So let's uh, let's all pray for a minute. Dear Jesus, please take my boy Basio's hiccups away so that my man can uh, get more locked in and not have to stress about him. But even if they don't go away, what I will say to you guys is this, man. Um, don't get lost in the – to, to uh, listening to too much to the hiccups that it helps you or that it confuses you and makes you miss out on the message that you lose the message because you're listening to the hiccups. All right. Like make sure you're paying attention. Uh, it's sure. It's, it's funny. Listen. We can, I'm sure you guys are going to meme it, right? You guys will probably mean it, chop it up. Cool. Do it. Cause we'll share the content and all that. You know, we can laugh at it. We'll have fun. Um, but don't let it make you lose the message. Man, if let's let's get rid of that conversation on the hiccups, man. You guys are being distracted by by BS, man. I'm trying like I don't know how like I don't know how, how else to say this with all humility, but come on, man. Let's let's make the most of this time. Let's make the most of this time. You guys are being uh being real tired of talking about the hiccups. Mm. Yo, question for you, Basio. So mm-hmm. when you uh were in your shop and you got to the point where you were trying to do all of this cool stuff and it just, you know, the owner wasn't having it, right? And you decided that you were going to open your own shop and be a solution to a problem, right? You knew it was, it was time for you to do that. That that was what your soul was calling you to do, right? Uh, a lot of these people tapped in right now uh, may be in that spot where they're just at a shop that they're not happy at where the owner is. They feel like the owner's robbing them. The owner doesn't care. You know, they're in a spot where they're over it and they're ready to make their next move. And they're considering going to a suite because that's one of the ways where they can leave. They can go and do whatever it is they want to do when it comes to how they want to operate their business. They can call what they want. They can charge what they want. Um, They can create their own hours. And, and it can be their own business. And they're considering making that leap so they don't got to deal with owners. They don't got to deal with other toxic barbers. They don't want to deal with those headaches. They don't want to deal with their clippers getting used when they're not there. Their uh, their products getting used. And, they, and then they have to buy new ones. Nobody wants to <laughs> own up to stealing their half guard. You know what I'm saying? So they're just over it. And they don't want to. They had that shop. They had that bad experience. They only been to one shop. Maybe two, but now they're like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm just going to open my own private studio. What would be your advice to them if you could help guide them in whatever way you think is helpful? Yeah, I, th- I think um, I, I think you're sweating the small, t- the small stuff. You're sweating the small stuff. Let me let me explain. So I, I thank God, man. I was blessed that this book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, fell in my lap, bro, and I read that book. It made me believe that so many people were missing out on this on the barbering industry and the, and the opportunities. I came into the barbering industry, going to barber school, didn't know what I was going to get into. It was supposed to be a side hustle while I played college ball. Um, 
because my teammate was doing it. And I, bro, the craziest thing at, at a Barbican Dallas, my teammate, my, that same teammate pulled up to my booth. I was like, I was like shocked. I was like, bro, what? This is the guy who, who mo- like literally showed me what bar inspired me to become a barber. But anyways, um, so I, that was the focus for barbering. But then when I fell in love with it and then all of a sudden the same moment, the same time that I'm falling in love with barbering, um, this book falls in my lap and it makes me realize, bro, all you have to do is build some skill sets. You can build an empire in any industry. In the book, he talks about janitors. Be the best damn janitor you can be and then start a company and then teach people how to be that great janitor and then scale that. Before you know it, you got a billion dollar company. You got a hundred millionaires in that company. You got a thousand thousandaires in that company. And it's all because you had a dream. You dreamed big. And this is what I'm talking about as far as um, why I like the whole dreaming big thing that Deluxe does. Although he's missing some pieces, you have to dream big for, for to be able to serve a community of people. This book taught me, man, that that you could achieve amazing things um, in the right industry, especially ones that are underserved. The barbering industry is underserved, bro. In 2023, to open an accounting firm because I had to, not because not because of money, because I had to to serve my people. Um, that's that's crazy. That's a problem. And so, I guess where I'm where I'm where where I was going with that man is just, um, um, you know. And I, I lost my train of thought. Can you? Can you? Well, remind, well remind? we were talking about you know just making sure you're uh, they're they're wanting to leave and go to their own suite, open their own. Yeah. So shop. so so if that is truly my vision, if that's truly my vision, then I need to reverse engineer that, right? And whatever choices that I make, if they're not in, aligned with what that vision is, let's say it's three to five years ahead, I probably shouldn't do it. It's probably going going to actually stunt my growth, delay my cap- w- you know, my journey. It's gonna it, we're rerouting. It's it's pretty much what it's gonna be, right? Are you sure that the reason why you want to reroute is a big enough reason to lose two three years and make a three year journey into six? Are we sure we want to do that? Because I'm telling you right now, if you get into a suite, what you're going to lose out on is the experience and the wisdom that you're going to gain from just taking ownership of the shop. Before I opened the first shop, I told you guys I was dealing with a, with a, with a terrible shop owner, right? But I still went and opened the website. What did that do? It taught me how to, how to, how to create a good website. I set up the booking, the, the online booking. What'd that teach me? It taught me how to set up an online booking and what the benefits and whether or not it worked. And this was, off the back of somebody else's business, which means it's all experience, no risk. So what I would tell you guys is if you have a difficult shop owner and you have a right now a situation where you don't feel like you're winning, what can you do in that situation to change things around? There's a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And that's what it does. It teaches you how to lead without everybody knowing that you lead because that's an ego thing. I don't need a title. I don't need people to believe that I'm leading them. Or, or, or to give me that 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 um that position, if 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 this is the goal and I'm doing things and it's moving towards that trajectory, I'm leading and that's good enough. If you can do that in a shop environment where it sucks, wait till you go open your own shop. It's a wrap. 
But if you go to a suite, guys, if you never open the shop, man, you are missing out on so many things that you that you could have that you could have alleviated. I'm very, very big on not having to fail if I don't need to fail. I can leverage other people's failures, man, and 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 go around them. I don't want my kids to make the same mistakes I made. That's why I'm not just I'm not just going through those mistakes and learning from them. I'm teaching my children this stuff. I didn't know what taxes were till I was 21 years old, man. A customer told me what taxes were. I thought tax season was just the government giving you a paycheck. Loved it. It was like a holiday. And then I got a client who's successful, nice car. Every time he comes to the shop, every week he comes in and he's, he's, it's tax season. And he's telling me he's stressing tax season. That's when I learned people actually pay taxes. If you make money, you make tax, you pay taxes. That was a paradigm shift to me. And so these are the things that I'm talking about. If you go to a suite, you don't know what you don't know, man. You don't know what you don't know. And every student that's come into my program or barbers that have left them that, that have left my shop to go to a suite, they end up coming back because their goal isn't to just cut hair in a suite or make content. Their ultimate goal is bigger than that. And but they just don't have the wisdom to think those five years ahead. Barbers! So the feedback from this conversation between me and Basio has been amazing. A lot of people have seemed to really enjoy it. So if you are one of those people who are really enjoying this conversation, please do us a favor and take a screenshot, share it to your story, tag me in it, tag at Basio Cuts in it, so that way we can show you some love. And also make sure that you share this episode with a friend that you feel like will get value from it make sure you check out all of my barbers merch my hat shirts hoodies and my courses my interact social media course my booked up barber Masterclass, and all of the free products that i have available for download you can find all of that at itsmarvymarv.com so at some point make sure you check that out and for everything tune 45 man make sure you go to tune 45 academy Basio's got um, a bunch of really cool stuff there for barbers, some very, very helpful resources, and that's also where you can find out about his six-figure barber mentorship. So make sure you check out Tune45Academy.com. Make sure you follow uh, Basio on all social media platforms. I know he does a lot on YouTube and um, Instagram, so make sure you find him there. And uh, with that being said, let's get back into this conversation. There's a lot more gems to come. So, Basio, we got people that are trying to find their way in the industry. They're trying to find their leaders, who's inspiring them. And they're conflicted, right? Because we're in the age of information. So, there's we get bombarded from all of these different directions, right? So, one person tells you do this. The other person tells you, no, that's stupid, do this. The other person tells you, no, that's stupid, do this, right? So, there's so much information coming at us. Some good, some bad. A lot, right? And they're trying to figure out which route they're, they want to go. And they're seeing that, you know, people have these different programs. There's these different academies out. And they're considering joining them. And mm-hmm. one of the ones they keep hearing about is yours. Now, they, they're not really seeing a ton of content on your program because you don't really create a ton of content. I don't think anyway, at least on, on your mentorship. And 
but they're they're hearing people talking about it and they're saying seeing people saying great things about it. So there's a part of them that's interested in thinking like, okay, I, I might want to do this with him. Uh, what would you say to them as far as should should they come work with you? Um Man, it's a it's a tough question. This is why we do call like we do calls. I don't just have a sign up sheet where you can sign people up. That would actually save me money and it'd be much easier, right? Less steps, right? Like I have to have somebody who is available for phone calls to explain what's going on in the program, right? And part of the reason why is because I don't want nobody who isn't a good fit to be in the program and hate it. So the part of the reason why we've we have such a uh, a high success rate, it isn't because like I'm giving all these gems you've never heard of. Now, some people in the comment sections that are part of the program, they might say differently. But I do think if you spend enough hours, enough time, you can find all this information for free. I'm, I would never say that's not true. What the program does do is it streamlines everything. I've reverse engineered everything that I've done and I share it. And it's a lifetime thing because I don't plan on ever stopping. Like, to me, I'm never going to cut hair because I found something I'm passionate about that I've been great at. And as if, as soon as I lose passion, on, I, I might stop doing it. But I don't, I don't go hard with anything that I'm not passionate about. I got one life. And so I don't see myself quitting barbering just like I don't see myself doing, uh, never stopping to do business. Bro, I just, I just bought 10% of a trucking company. I would have never thought. I just started an accounting firm. These are all things outside of outside of that, right? And so what I say is, listen, if you're an individual that can afford to make an investment that has time, that has time to dedicate to this and has work ethic to apply it, then I think anyone in the barbering industry would would see benefits from it. Even you, Marv. Even even you, right? And the reason why I say that, man, it isn't just because of the gems that I give, right? It's also because of the network that's there. Guys, we have school owners in there. We have multiple location shop owners in there. This six-figure barbering is not the goal of this program. It's the standard. It's the standard. Like, we got guys in the program that their first year, they bought their first duplex. They became bankable. Their credit went up 100 points. Um, they went from five grand to 10,000 a month. They're, they're learning that, listen, there's more to life than money. And you guys need to go travel. You need to see the world. It gives you higher perspective. When you go travel, next thing you know, you're much more successful because you see the world so much bigger than, than what it is. And then it's, 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 and then you're around people that normalize this shit, right? Where a lot of times we think it's out of reach. If you're around people that have normalized it, you what you have a way higher chance of of reaching of reaching those goals, right? And not just that, but they all have skill sets, and we share them. We have content creators in the program that share, you know, some of the nuggets they've learned. We have business owners that share some of the nuggets that that um, that they earn, um, that they that they learn. And so for me. Um, if you can't afford it, I would never tell you to max out a card. I would never tell you to do anything because that would that would make my job even harder. I don't want you coming in with more debt because we handle that. We teach you how to create a budget. We teach you how to fix your credit. We teach you how to how to move bad debt off of your personal credit so that your DTI isn't messed up. We teach you things that a lot of people um, don't get to talk about in the dinner table and they weren't taught to teach it or taught um, uh, anything about it. And so 
Um, listen, if that's something that that makes sense to you, I'm not saying go sign up, but inquire. You know, ask around. There's plenty of guys in the industry that 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 are, are that are known in the industry that you can ask questions to. If it's for you, then do it. But I can also tell you, if time is your biggest resource, if time is your biggest resource, do your due diligence first. Go go eat up all the free content first. I didn't start buying courses and programs and stuff until I ate up all the free content first, and I felt like things started to get regurgitated, started to get repetitive. You see what I'm saying? But there are things in my program that are not on on YouTube, right? There there are things, um, but 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 again, it's it's for you. It's for you if you want to leverage wisdom. If you feel like you know your time is more important, your biggest resource over money, then go invest into a into a program like this. If not, don't do it. Wait. Go t- soak up all the free gems. Go to hair shows. Go network. Shake hands. Do that shit first. You know, there's a reason why I got a thousand pieces of over a thousand pieces of free content on YouTube, and Marv gets free content. We got, it's it's all out there, guys. It's all out there. So it is. And and what is interesting to me is that we have a lot of people that live by the idea that the game is to be sold, not told. Right. And that was one of my I guess one of the things that I, I, I wish could have been a little different about my mine in deluxe conversation is I feel like just based on the conversation, uh, uh, that's the frame he was coming from more so like, hey. You want to find out, come pay me, join. Like, it's, it's all about not, it's to be sold, not told, right? I don't live by that, and you don't live by that either. Not saying that's right or wrong, right? But um, that was one of my my things, like, damn, I wish we could have given a, given some more away. Because here's well, the thing, right? Let me just say ahead. this real quick. Yeah, go ahead. With, with you, right? Bro, you've given away, using you as the example, you've given away so much game, bro. If Basio has helped you right now, flood the chat with the pie emojis right now. Flood the chat if Basio has helped you, right? You've given away so much game for free through content um, online, right? Um, and you've helped so many people. You've even said on this conversation that, truthfully, a lot of the stuff in your programs and stuff you could find for free. You're transparent about that, right? Mm-hmm. And even with that being the case... People are still trying to get into your mentorship. You're filling up slots without uh, advertising it, without promoting it. You got tons of people on here right now that are like, yo, how much is it? I want to know how much it costs. Well, how do I find out? How do I get a part of it? And you're doing all of this even though you're still giving away so much for free. You know what I'm saying? So I say all that because obviously you can – navigate this realm however you want guys you can believe in the game is to to be sold uh not told and that was me me saying that about deluxe is just pure speculation i don't know if that's what he believes or not that's what i got from it but you can believe and operate in that way and sure you will see success but what i want you to understand is that you could never give away too much You could never give away too much. The more you give, the more you're going to see come back. And I know some of you guys might not completely understand that. I get it. There was a time I didn't either. And I still think each and every day I learn more and more and more what that means. But the more you give, 
uh, the more will come back. You don't got to be scared that you can't say certain things or show people certain things because if, if it's real, if it's of value, if it's of substance, if people rock with you, they will support you. Uh, let me let me add this to what you're saying. I, and I, Marv, you know, let me know if you've experienced this as well. So I used to give a I used to give free hands on classes, free hands on classes like haircutting classes, and I would do it in Tampa for any barbershop in the city, not just my shops. And at the time, I had eight barbershops, and I was giving free hands on courses at you know every single Saturday night. I mean, I'm a busy person. This isn't a time where we already had Tomb 45. We had eight shops. I'm doing YouTube, all these things. Um, and I would promote this every week. Ask me how many people showed up to a month worth of Saturday free hands-on classes. Yo, Basio, how many people showed up, bro? Like two or three. Mm. Like two or three. And this was a free hands-on course. You know, you filter out a lot of people who honestly have the right mindset. People who don't value money more than wisdom. People who are willing, willing to put in the time. Harvard is successful. Princeton is successful. Not because they recruit the best students. It's not. They have such a high standard. The, 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 the tuition is how much? 80, 90K a year? It's not like you can just be smart and go to Harvard. You got to be smart and sacrifice. Go to the hardest classes, invest the craziest amount of money to, to be part of that. And what do they get? They get future presidents, future CEOs, all of these things. And so for me, the free content is to help mold and shape our future leaders. And eventually what I think happens is our future leaders find the program and they invest that in it in a time where they're ready. That's why we do the, the, the consultation calls first. But at the same time, look, I would tell Deluxe if he's watching, you know, one of the things that, that made, me, made me become such a better entrepreneur is by giving the things I thought were worth selling for free because it pushed me to learn things and, and get that much better education that when I sold something, that shit better be top notch. It better be amazing. It pushed me as a man. And that's all that the purpose for me is to, is to push is to, is to give people a platform that, that would push them even, even greater than what I've got. So what I already got, I'm gonna give y'all for free. What I'm learning in the process, you know what I mean? I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna lay it out in the in the in the in the course. But look, in my vlogs, I will walk a property with you guys. If you watch any of my vlogs, you've seen me walk properties with y'all, tell y'all what I'm thinking about it, tell y'all what I did with it, um, why I like the property, all that stuff. But when you go into the mentorship, because it's it's intimate and all that, I'm on the phone with the with the lenders. I'm on the phone with the real estate agent. I'm on the phone with the seller. You guys are with me while I'm negotiating these deals. I'm showing you guys the whole process when I'm closing. I got a camera with me when I'm at the title company. These are the things that I'm sharing in the mentorship that, sure, you get for free on YouTube with the vlogs. But if you want to sit down with me in, during the whole entire process and you want that deeper connection, you want to be able to ask me um, um, tailored questions and stuff. That's what the that's what the mentorship is for. That's what mentorship is. Can I offer that for free for everybody? It would dilute everything. Imagine you like steak. 
I Marvel. do. I like I like my steak medium rare, bro. That's the only way Me I'm too. eating. It. Do you like Outback? Yeah, Outback's cool. I love Outback. I think yeah. Outback, honestly. I've only been there a couple times, but I've had a good uh, experience every time I went. Bro, in the last year, they've made their menu so fucking so amazing. Excuse my language. Um, so amazing, right? I love Outback. Have a steak at Outback is 40 bucks, 35 bucks, right? You ever you ever took your wife on a fancy dinner to a fancy dinner? Mm-hmm. How much is a steak at a fancy restaurant? Yeah. It's, it's a price where I look at it, I'm like, all right, I gotta go hard and shop this week. Okay. You could have took her to Outback. What uh, hey. do you wish do you wish that fancy restaurant was Outback's price? What would happen if that happened is you would have to book that restaurant, that fancy restaurant, a year in advance. That's what would happen if they were yeah. the same prices out back. And that serves no one. I want to the, the fancy restaurants for special occasions, and I want to be able to book it for that special occasion. If it's the same prices out back, I'll never be able to book it. So, guys, it's okay for things to be more expensive than others. It's, so speaking it's, of I, expensive and prices, everybody wants to know how much is the six figure barber mentorship, or is that something so, you like? You don't because nobody seems to know. Or are you just keeping that private? Or no, I, the reason why I keep it, the reason why I keep it private, is is just because it's always a different price. Yeah, <laughs> it's always a different price. Um, I never. I so we do in house financing. So the first thing that we'll do is we'll 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 offer the cash the cash offer, right? If you're going to pay cash, it's 2500 bucks. Um, when I first started the program, it was $250. Mm. And what that first class, maybe two of them are still active. Then we went to 500 bucks. That second class, maybe two of them are active. We start 10 people every single, every single month. Okay. Um, then we went to 20 people. For the first year, we did 10 people every month. After that, we switched to, tw- to 20 people every single month. Um, what we, what we started to find is the guys that paid cash got the best results. And we'll show you guys the results in just a bit. The guys who were paying like 500 bucks, 250 bucks, they're not around that much. The guys who paid 2,500 cash, the, the best, the best success rate. But then what we started doing too was if you can't afford the 2,500, we'll figure out a way to finance it. If your credit's messed up, damn, we need to fix your credit. So what we'll do is we'll put you on a payment plan. We'll, we'll, and we'll, we'll, we'll hold the paper ourselves. And it might mean we look at your situation. You only make three grand a month. All right, look for the first six months, it's going to be a hundred bucks a month. Okay. Once you increase it, then we'll, we'll, we'll speed up the process. We'll make it work with your income. Right. We have people that were paying 10 bucks a week, you know, and they went through hardship and we froze their account. Don't pay us nothing. As a matter of fact, don't pay us nothing. And I'm going to put I'm going to put Jordan and Dre on your account to literally, literally do the work for you. Until you your until your income has has grown. Right. So, again, the, the it's affordable for anybody if they really want it we will make it work. So for the people who are like, all right, cool, this all sounds great, bro, but I need to see proof because I, I, I'm hearing about hearing good things. Where are the receipts, bro? Because it, it's one thing to say that you guys are doing amazing things. It's one thing to have people jump in the comment section and say, this is awesome. But 
you're calling it the six figure barber mentorship. Yeah. So, so where, where's the receipts? We, we, I don't know. Yo, chat, what, what's up? Where's the receipts? Type receipts in the chat if you feel like I, I, yeah. we got to figure out a way to see some receipts. Let me see if they want receipts. Let, let me see. Uh, Big Barbara Diego, uh, oh, no, that's a wrong one. I hit the wrong comment. Somebody uh, said recipes. Yo, I got recipes. No yo, I got recipes, but you got to, you got to, you got to join the the, the mentorship. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. Uh, we got some pies coming in. Oh, let's go. Dave said, let's go. Show them. Basio got so you got the recipes so, and you got the receipts. So I want to give you guys some context. Jada said, "Man, right. we know he not." Ca-. He said, "Man, we know we know he not capping." <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Jay. Yeah. So listen, um, it's it's interesting because I started the mentorship before Pi County. The mentorship, um, I was teaching barbers how to be able to be bankable, be able to go to any bank at the best interest rates and be able to, to buy real estate, be able to buy businesses, be able to get SBA loans, um, uh, not have any ceilings. Part of that process was to make sure that they had the right bookkeepers, the right accounting, the right CPA, the right tax strategists, the right business attorneys, all of these things, right? The right um, incorporations, all of these things. And I was teaching them how to find the perfect accountant. And you wouldn't believe the first year how many barbers were reaching out to accountants in their area. And they didn't know half the shit. And, and you guys, if you're in the mentorship and you're in the chat, please, if, 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 um, if you can back this up, they couldn't find any accountants or any CPA firms, accounting firms that understood some of the plays that we were doing. For example, for a few years, I was paying two hundred thousand dollars a year in taxes. Hold up, sucked. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. How much were you paying in taxes? Two hundred thousand dollars a year in taxes. That's just my cut. That's just my cut. I got business partners. How did that feel? I got business. Dan- how did that Dan- feel <laughs> paying that, bro? Did, did that? That just it felt feel good. Good. It felt good. Oh. It felt really, really good. Oh. Like. Like, do you guys understand how much money you need to make to pay $200,000 in taxes? And listen, this isn't $200,000. I don't know what I'm doing. This is $200,000. And you know the tax, you know, tax strategies inside and out. Okay. And that's just my cut. Danny's in the comments right now. His was another $200,000. Barbara's be and like, we, I'm going to owe yeah. $1,000 at the end of the year. Oh my, yo, what? But look, because I paid that money. Because I paid that money, I've been able to to I've been able to secure so much funding. I've been been able to buy so much real estate. My wealth has 10x. It's been insane. And the reason why I was doing it was to be able to document it and share it with everyone who couldn't otherwise experience that it, unless they were paying 200k in taxes, right? So anyways, I'm teaching these strategies with these guys. Um, and they couldn't find a solution anywhere locally, unfortunately, right? And so that's what Pi County was born from. We created a solution for our mentorship students because they couldn't find any accounting firm that knew what the hell we were talking, that could speak the same language, right? So honestly, to me, that was another blessing. That was another blessing that God gave me. Listen, if you operate based on purpose, not on money, man, you're going to have all kinds of opportunities being thrown your way because you're the right, listen, you're the right person for the right opportunities. 
right? And so there's strategies that we put in play. So, for example, uh, this year, not this year, but the, the last year's taxes, that's the cheapest I'm ever going to pay in taxes. Mm-hmm. We, I, man, I did so many tax strategy plays that my tax, my tax bill went almost to zero. This year, however, there's no plays. I got to pay the taxes. And it's going to be a bigger tax bill than 200K probably, right? But that's okay because that's going to open doors that I didn't even know were even possible until I paid the 200K and I, and I opened those doors. Once I opened those doors, I realized, man, there's other doors I haven't even tapped into. And this is what I want. I want you guys to have this perspective, man, that there's so much more than just cutting hair, Four days a week, you know, you know, um, money's not everything. You got to spend time with your family and stuff. Listen, I don't regret for a second the sacrifices that I made. There's not a single person that I know that spends more time with their children than I do, myself and, and my business partners. See what I'm saying? And it's because of the sacrifice that we did. But at the same time, if you leverage the right people, it took me like 10 years. If you leverage the right people, it might take you half. It might take you 10 years. But, you know, if without the program, it might have taken you 20 who knows? But the one thing that I do know is I don't know a single person in my life that has the lifestyle that I have today. That took sacrifice. And that's that's even in the Bible. That's even in the Bible. You have to sacrifice. There's a there's a um there's a there's a verse in the Bible that talks about, I think it's in, in the book of Proverbs. It talks about how a man who loves sleep will wake up broke. But a man who opens their eyes, you, you, they, they'll see many riches. There's nothing wrong with that. And I might have misquoted that a little bit. It's not word for word. You know, that they talk different back then. But I'm summarizing it. It's pretty much what it says. Guys, I, there's so many people that when I, when I preach work ethic, they're in my comments talking about, man, you got one life. Don't work, your, don't work too hard. Bro, it's for a season, guys. It's for a season. Mm. So I don't even know if I answered your question. You, but you just dropping bars. I love. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest with you, man. Uh, it, it. I feel like I'm speaking to a different person than I spoke to. <laughs> um, you know, it, 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 I, we haven't had a conversation this long in a while, and I feel yeah. like you you are definitely in a different place. And I'm gonna be honest, man. I'm loving it. What do y'all think in the chat? Because I'm loving it. Because I can see your growth. I can see um, the the path you're on, and. I feel like you've always done a very good job at making a positive impact on people, you know, the barbers and people in general. Yeah. But I think with where you are spirit spiritually and where you, the, the path you're on right now, I think this, your impact is about to just go bonkers, man. And I think you're going to help people in ways that um, you couldn't have ever imagined and help people in ways that um, they really need to be helped. And you're, you're tapping into the deeper stuff and bro, I, I love it. And I know a lot of the people, um, on here are loving it as well. And it's funny. Uh, somebody said, uh, where was it at? They said, Marv, you need to be in a six figure barber mentorship. I'm coming, bro. I'm hey, coming. Man, come on. We're waiting on you, bro. I'm coming Let's to join go. the lions. Um, Oh, okay. So it's looking like Bossy was ready to act up. So, so look, I, I needed to get that receipt time. What's up? Is this receipt time right here? It's receipt time. Listen, I just wanted to give context before I gave receipts, right? Almost all of my students, almost all of my students are part of Pi County. So 
They all have PLs. They all have tax returns, right? Here's the thing. I don't have their personal tax returns. This is so with the the fastest the 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 way that I could get receipts the fastest was to create a form and have them input what they what they input. But I guarantee you every single one of these persons they all have receipts, guaranteed. Okay? So let's um let's look at that real quick. And uh let me see. I got to open up my Discord. Marv, can you entertain them while I use the bathroom real quick? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Too go much water. Thing. Barbers, right, if guys. you haven't done so already, we're about I got to show them. receipts. I got I'll dance for them real quick. Um <laughs> guys, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't subscribed already. Um follow Basio on all platforms. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you do that. Take a screenshot if you guys are enjoying this. This would be a funny one. Take a screenshot of this one right here and be like, where'd Basio go? You know what I'm saying? Let's have some fun with him. Maybe troll him a little bit. Um, create some content out of it. Where'd Basio go? Take a screenshot of that. Uh, and also, man, I don't know if you guys uh, know what the Bopper digital business card is, but shout outs to my guy Tim and the Bopper family. What they did was they created um, a, a Barber's um, Bopper digital business card, and it's available Tonight only on this live. All right. So make sure you check that out. The link is in the description. Um, let me actually uh, get that over on here. So I'll pull it up at some point. Um, but make sure you check that out. The link is in the description. And make sure you're sending your questions over to the uh, in the chat. I'm starring questions. And I'm sure we're going to have a Q&A at some point where he's going to answer some of the questions that you guys are asking in a quick way. I know Basio can give long answers, so what I'm hoping to do is get some of these really good questions in the star section and then let them get um, through through the questions. Shout-outs to Kyle. Marvin, got to give you credit the lives. Uh, you know, I just like to have conversations, man, with, uh, with people that I feel are uh, smart in whatever way I feel like they're smart in. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I love the, these type of conversations right here probably the most. I love the conversations I have with people like Basio, um, people like Will Stam, people like uh, my homie Donnie Joseph. That uh, th This is the energy that I operate on. You know what I'm saying? And we all operate on different energies. So, you know, we can say there's good energy, bad energy. There's toxic energy. There's positive energy. We can say that. Um, at the end of the day, there's just energies that are more right for you and energies that are less. And this is the type of energy uh, that I love to be on. So I'm really loving this conversation. And uh, Basio's back. We was wondering where the hell you went, dog. We was like, yo, Basio ran. Yo, this is what happened, guys. We said get the receipts and Basio ran. That's what just happened. That's what you got to tell them. <laughs> That's what you got to say in your story. Be like, Marv asked Basio for the receipts. Uh, and he ran. That got me. That got me. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's um, hold on real quick. Uh, I don't use StreamYard that much, so I don't know how. Let me see. So, Marv, I use um, Ecamm. Have you heard of Ecamm? I've heard of it. Uh, just heard of it, though. I haven't used it at all. All right, Ecamm. All right. Uh, that won't work either. Man, what the heck? All right, Window works. So, Windows is just going to show everything, right? Damn. Yeah, that looks wild. All right, so can you see my Discord? Uh, um, no. no, no. All right, let me see if I can figure this out. I gotta go to the. I gotta go to my Discord and click the link of the form real quick, and then I'll probably be able to. Eliza, Bobby, can you show? Can you close my sliding door? I was yeah, usually if you I open it, you click window. Love you. Love you too. 
my family just just pulled up. So hold on one second. Uh, I need to go to Streamyard and I need to fix this. Bro, look at this. We got this. This is we guys. Where did we just go? Where's Basio taking us right now? Bro, my bad. <laughs> Appreciate all, right, all you guys doing this stuff too. I don't really know what this is. I, I, you know, I've been doing these a little more frequently, so I'm seeing this. So shout outs to all of y'all that are whatever these things you guys are buying. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you for that. How we got hell? some of the eagles in the, the eagles in the building. Right, he said, on, on. "I was there less viewers in this live than the Deluxe episode, guys. We gotta understand, people love drama, man. And me and Deluxe brought the drama." We bought the drama. We bought the hey, man. That's I'm gonna what tell you. Love to see. They love to see fights. You know what I mean? You, you, and Deluxe are, are marketing like geniuses, bro. Both of y'all. It's it's we, it's we incredible. went crazy, bro. Like here, here's the thing. Like you can learn something from Deluxe. Think about the uh, think of just. I want to take a course from Deluxe just on Google Ads. The way he had YouTube on a in a chokehold. Come on, man. Success leaves clues, man. This dude knows what he's doing. He Bro, it's the- funny. Somebody was like, Marv, I want to watch your videos, but every time an ad pops up, I see this guy, Deluxe. And I'm like, bro, like, he got that figured out. Bro, it is it is phenomenal. It is, it is, it's another level. There's only a few people who've, who've been, been able to accomplish that. One of those is the guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm in my garage. This is my library. You know what I'm talking about? That boy D Lux figured that that out, bro. He's a smart dude, bro. We he can did. learn from that man. Like, like I get it. We're not gonna like everything about everybody. We're not gonna have the same uh, principles as everybody. But we can learn from everyone, man. Because yeah. I, I ain't gonna lie, man. The next time I see D Lux anywhere, I'm pulling him to the side. I want to know what the hell he did. I'll pay him. For, I'll pay him for that information. D Lux, yeah, open up. Join the damn. Start a damn Google Ads course. I ain't paying all that money for the for the mentorship, but I'll pay yeah. for a course for the uh for the damn for the for the for the Google Ads, and then that could be a funnel towards the mentorship. All right, let me see. Um, Yo, William, I feel William. What's going on, bro? What's up with my, what's up with our boy right now? I see the same thing you see. What's up with our boy right now? What's that? No receipts? Yeah, know. he says still no receipts. <laughs> Man, I, I'll never be able to pull them up. Let me see. <laughs> if you need it, like. Yeah, but if you could, because uh, I can pull things up on my end too. So bro, if we you need Gucci. to like text look, me or something. Look, look we Gucci. Hey. We Gucci. All, All right, right, guys. So it took a day to get how many submissions? I got 56 submissions. Okay. So this is not all our students, but this is our students who've been in the program at least six months or longer. The reason why I made six months the, the cutoff is because obviously you got to go through the course, you got to go through the program. You're gonna need a. You're gonna need six months of applying it just to see results. Like this is not an over overnight success thing. So I think even six months was a little to me was a little ambitious. I should have done a year, right? Um, but nonetheless, this is six months or longer. Let's look at the numbers. Okay, can you see my screen, Marv? It's it, to me. It looks small. I, I don't know, guys. Can you see the numbers on the screen? Let me zoom in. Let me zoom in. How can I zoom in? Let me see. Uh, uh, what the fuck is the zoom button? Nope, that's not the zoom button. What they say, Marv? I don't, I don't see what they say. Well, they're saying these aren't receipts. Oh, okay. So then we won't show them. They're saying no, these. these say, they're saying these aren't receipts. They're saying basically you could, uh, you could uh, have made this up, and 
you know, I understand that thinking because hey, it's the same type of thing that. I was giving Deluxe. I, 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 I said the same thing that. to Deluxe. I go show that. I don't know what a, I, I, hey, does anybody in the chat have PNLs? Does anybody in the chat have, uh, you guys don't want to see the data. You guys don't want to see the, um, the averages done like that. So if y'all got PNLs or anything like that, um, let's do this. If you're in the mentorship and you got PNLs or you got bank statements or you have tax returns, I already said I'll send bank statements right now. <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, see y'all done. Uh-oh. Send them. Barbers, you y'all done. Oh man, hold up a second. I think we we just listen. Y'all was like, yo, those aren't, aren't receipts, and I'm like, listen, right. I gave that energy energy to Deluxe. Like, you can't just. Are right, you pulling up Facebook? Well, this is posts. this is why I gave the context that I, we have an accounting firm. Every single person in that list has PNLs and stuff. I just it's been a day. It's been a day, and you know my circumstances, so I had to rush this. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't. Says, a lot of people don't know the statements. Like I want to see from Deluxe. So I mean, cool. Hey. So I'm gonna show the sheet regardless because I'm yep. gonna show y'all this. And then if you're in this list, do me a favor, email me basio at tomb 45com or actually do this even better. Share it in the Discord. Yo, mm. flood the Discord right now with mm. your receipts, guys. Oh, if you're in oh. this list, <laughs> flood the Discord with your receipts. Had I known this, I would have, I would have, I would have tried to get this done uh, sooner. But in the meantime, I'm gonna show you guys this, and then, and then we'll check the Discord for receipts. Sound good, guys? Yeah, let's get it, bro. All right, let's I go. love it, Basio. You're the, you're the man, bro. So so look so look. I'm gonna try to zoom in here. Somebody teach me how to zoom in on this. I don't even know how to zoom in. Try clicking on it. See what happens if you click on it. Nah, it's it's, it's gonna let me uh, change it. But I ain't changing none of this. So just so you guys know, this comes from a form. This is the form. These are the questions that people asked, that I asked, okay? Um, where's it at? These are the questions. So I asked, what's their most recent full month um, revenues? Then I asked, well, what did you make the month before you started the program? What do you charge per haircut? What's your average ticket? How many unique clients do you have? And have you, how have you grown? So I wanted testimonials. The reason why they know this information is because they track their data. They all get spread. Try a control plus they're saying in the chat will zoom. So you can try that and see what will happen. Control I don't know if that will work. Plus. No, uh, it's not working. Not control plus don't work. Command plus. Oh, command plus works. Yeah. We, uh, look at that. Beautiful. Hey, appreciate right, cool. y'all. So look, I'm not just going to, I can show you guys the, the, the best numbers like Zach. So he started with 15,000. He's showing 19,000. He makes more than that. The reason why he's only showing 19,000 in income is because he, do, he does man units. Okay. So I told him, whatever you make from man units, take it out of your income. Only show what you make from your haircuts and your barbershops because that's what we push in this, in this, um, in this, um, in this program. Now, with that being said, Zach, I was actually mentoring before he joined the program. So he was my roommate when I went to the Vidal Sassoon Academy. And he was charging at the time, I think, like 25 bucks a cut. And he was scared to go up to 35. I kept saying, bro, go up 10 bucks. Please go up 10 bucks. He didn't. He went up to 30. And he still wasn't clearing this type of money. So he got to 15K, some of it from my coaching. And then when he got into mentorship, even more, right? Um, you got snow. Snow is in Alaska. In the middle of nowhere, Alaska, he went from 11000 to 17000 a month. 
He went up 54% in income. Okay. He charges $50 a cut. So Zach was charging a hundred when he joined the program. And I'm like, bro, you're tripping. You're not even booked. You're not even booked. He went back down to 50 and increased his income. Okay. Um, Snow, same thing. $50. He's 54% booked. Um, this guy, uh, Nico, 10 grand. He went to 16. He went up 56%. They're saying, check your Discord, Basio. We got people saying, what happened, man? It's, these ain't receipts. And then we got people saying, yo, check the Discord, no, Basio. But let, let me show you the data. We'll give you the receipts so you know it's real. But at least I can't, I can't go to a PL and show you guys the, the, the growth, right, from when they started to where they're at. Does that make sense? Like, you can, I can show you the receipts, but that's not going to give you context. Let me give you the context first, and then we'll look at the receipts. I don't even know what's in the Discord. So, look. Mo went from zero yes, to 16, zero to 16,000. Okay. Because before he started the program, he wasn't even a licensed barber in Florida. He moved from Georgia to Florida. Guys license went from zero to 16,000 in a month. Okay. Charges $25 a cut. Okay. Jordan went from 4,000 to 15,8. Ant went from four to 15,5. Uh, Raul went from 5,500 to 14, 11 to 14, 10,5 to 14. Look at all of these people making over 10K. 9,500 to 14, 5,000 to 14, 8,000 to 14, a dollar to 1315, 5,000 to 13, 8,300 to 12,000, 400 to 12,000, 5,500 or probably 4,000 actually. That one's probably 4,000 because I know Dave. Dave was in, was in a suite and we, we, we made that shit work out. 5,500 to 12, 3,250. This was a good one, Don. Um, 3250 to 115. This is 6700 to 11. 1500 to 11. Like, and then let's look at let's look at the guys who are doing a little bit less. Okay. Trey and said he guys, dropped his PL in the Discord. Perfect. Jordan said that he's gonna make jaws drop. Mm -hmm. We're gonna we're gonna go down. So not everybody's making 10 grand, guys. Our average, if you look down here, our average student is making ten thousand three hundred and fifty-two dollars a month. Okay. They're on average, they started out at 5,800. On average, they went up 75% in their income, another 4,400 in their income. On average, my guys are charging 37, they're getting 48. Okay. And then if you go to their, to their unique uh, clients, you'll see it, right? But not everybody is making 10K. This guy's making 4,800, but he started with 800. This Dre guy said he dropped his in the Discord too. Beautiful. This guy started at three grand, but he's at seventy five hundred now. This guy started at sixteen hundred, but he's at seventy six hundred. Those are wins for me. And the longer they're in here, the better and the more consistent they are, the higher chance they got to surpass this. Because again, our standard is six figures. If you're not making at least six figures, we can't even do half of what's in the program, right? So six figures is eighty three hundred dollars a month. So I would say 34 out of the 56 people who started in this program. Oh, no, I lied because these guys are making 14, 10. So I would say the majority of our guys are making over 10. All right. So just to be clear, this is the people that filled out the form. Is this the total that are in the no. whole mentorship? No, this to be clear, this these are people who've been in the program at least six months. I can't I'm not going to put somebody who's been in it for one month because they haven't even got to consume all the content or apply it. See what I'm saying? Even six months is 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 very um, ambitious in my opinion, but I, I put it because I want to be transparent. But to me, this is the best part, right? 
Like, look at these testimonials. Have you read any of them, Marv? No, I didn't. All right, let's 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 read some of them. Um, let's let's go to random ones. Which one should we read? Um, I, I think can... this is what we should do. I think you should read a couple of them. But it, I think I think they want to see the receipts. Some of these that some of these right, uh, P and Ls in the Discord, and then so maybe before get back we to read them. So before we read them, let's go to the Discord. Yeah, because they they want to see that, and I gotta I gotta ride with them, right? Because this it's the same same thing I, I said to Deluxe when I was talking to Deluxe. Man, you know what I'm saying? That's I, and, I, and I understand I say, why this needs to be done, and that's why I think Deluxe do this. Get back did, to it. did he have a spreadsheet? Nah, with bro. All, that was that's everybody's issue. Is, you gotta is, be a listen. I gotta be a hell of a con con artist, man. God would strike me down, bro, if I'm lying about if I made that spreadsheet up. But let me um let me share my Discord camera real quick. And and one of the one of the things said uh, somebody said was um I think all this shows is that is people people are, are busting their ass and working twice as hard to make the money. And, sure, and, we we can break and, all that down. Yeah, we can break that. I just want to share some of my thoughts on it because I just what is interesting to me is sure there are. There's a lot of barbers that are overworked, underpaid, stressed out, hate it. I get it, right? But at the same time, there are people that cut hair that love to cut hair, bro. They, we're barbers. Like people go to barber school all excited to get in the shop to cut hair. And then there's this new um and I'm not even trying to attribute this to deluxe. I'm just trying to attribute this to our industry. There's this new thing where it's like cut is as least hair as possible. When it's like, bro, there's people that love cutting hair. I love cutting hair. You know, me doing my two, three haircuts an hour, I'm cool with it. Like, I love doing that. You know what I'm saying? There are a lot of, of people that just love to cut hair. Not every barber wants Let's, to only do two haircuts a week. You know what I'm saying? Well, well let me let me give y'all some, just a little bit of, of, and this might be wisdom to you. It might not. Listen, I think um, I think 2019 is the, the year that... Um, that Danny called me and said, bro, congrats. You made your first million dollars. Mm. Right. And mm. for me, for me, I didn't feel any different. Mm. I didn't feel like I accomplished anything mm -hmm. because nothing changed in my life besides I had, I had some more money, but there was nothing I was missing. There was nothing that changed. And so again, you know, if, if that, if you don't like what you're doing, you're not going to get rich doing it. To me, $20,000 a month is nothing. That's not wealth. I'm sorry. I don't care if it takes me four haircuts to do it. There's things I can go. So just, just so y'all know, when I used to go on tour and I would teach a class on tour, in one weekend, I'd make $30,000. Am I still touring? I don't fucking, I don't tour. Because it's, it, it's when I look at my mission statement, my purpose, it doesn't move me any closer towards it. So I can go chase that 30,000 every weekend, but I'm not doing it because it doesn't move me. I still love cutting hair. I'm doing the shit that I love to do. So listen, if you don't love cutting hair, if you're literally cutting hair so you can stop cutting hair, don't even cut hair, do something else and be na be amazing at it. That's what that, that's that's the advice I would give because to me, financial freedom doesn't come from being able to make 20K doing five haircuts, doing 10 haircuts a, a week. To me, financial freedom comes from passive income. And so what I'm teaching my guys is to build a solid business that is consistent. Try going to a bank 
And bring it up. You have you bought a house, Marv? Yep. So so when you go to underwriting, what do they do? They go look at your three months bank statements and they want to see consistency. Yo, can you fix it, your screen so we can see you or, yeah, or yeah. what you're trying to see? Because all I see is it, it looks like weird on your end. Oh, my bad, my bad. That's, and then they, uh, they, they're going to want to see the receipts. They keep saying you you going I'm off to, topic. And I and I just want to say quick, too. Um, listen, I'm not speaking just, to you if you're small-minded. But. Matt, Matt just told me, like, uh, some of the stuff that the people are doing with these, uh, they're buying stuff is because they want their questions answered. I'm new to this YouTube live stuff, so be patient with me. I'm still trying to learn. Let's go. Um, Carmen said, how many days and hours are barbers usually working to make some of those numbers as you're so, pulling up the receipts? You got to pull up these receipts, bro. All right, let me pull them up first, and then we'll we'll break down everything. Yeah, the pull up the Discord. I'll break bunch down. There's nothing happening to hide. Uh, a bunch of people sent. I know a bunch of people. Um, if you sent your receipts, let me know in the chat so I can let them know who sent uh, their receipts. No, we're just going to go through the Discord, and, and we'll share it. It's funny because it, it, when when your mind works the way yours does and how mine does, it's very easy for us to cling on to a thought and just have to have to explain it, you know. So sometimes well, we need it, the chat to, me, to remind us to, to me, get back on track. Absolutely. To me, it's a thought that matters, but but yeah, I, I understand agree. that they're not connecting because they need this information first. Right. Right. <laughs> right. So, they're just gonna tune it out. You know what I mean? They yeah, commit yeah, some yeah. gems. You know, to me, it's, it's the real gems. Can you yeah, see yeah. my Discord? Can you see it? I can see it. I think I have to let me see if I can put like me off the screen and just see yours. Okay. Let me see if that will happen. Yeah. Let me see how I do I might that. have to save this. This is uh David, could you resend this? Cause we can't see it. Um send the actual file. Cause for some reason, let me see if I I can save the image and then pull it up. All right, I'll download it. I gotta download all these images. So we got bank statements coming in. Look, so mm. this is somebody's PL. Can you just zoom in there with like a, no. a command T or something? It won't let you. It won't, it won't let me. No, no, it won't let me. Discord is weird. I'm downloading them though. All so right. look, these are bank statements. Save image. Okay. Uh, this is a PNL. How many of y'all got PNLs? Don't lie. This is somebody's QuickBook. Same thing as a, a PNL profit law profit and loss statement. Okay. Look at this. Another person's PNL. Mostly I don't got them. This is another person's PNL. Mostly I don't got those. Thank you, uh, concise for the uh, the gem to help me just put Bossy up on the screen. So, how many of uh, these do you guys need me to pull up? Yeah, that's enough. Uh, Joey wants to know. He he wants to know. Uh, do you recommend joining? Uh, the uh, six figure barber mentorship before or after getting out the military. Well, I'm, I was Quick trying answer. to show you. I was trying to show y'all the right, data. Cool. That's what right, I was cool. trying to do is show y'all the data because a lot of these a lot of these people start started out of barber school. So I'm, yeah, I think that's enough receipts, man. Okay. We we'll get mean, them I, up. If this yeah, don't, okay. if this is this, I feel like the the, I, the 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 goal was to share some receipts. So you're gonna show them some receipts, and they could just <laughs> if this don't make them happy. Yeah, it's right. gonna make me happy. So this is somebody's uh, spreadsheet. Obviously, this is this isn't gonna work because this nah, this is somebody yeah. showing thirty four hundred dollars a week, twenty 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 two hundred dollars a week. But they track every single haircut every single day, and that's what makes up that spreadsheet. And what they do is they take that spreadsheet and match it up with their P and L and see if there's any dis uh, discrepancies. If there's a discrepancy, they hold a meeting with their accountant and they find that discrepancy that way the numbers are matching up seeing what they're doing wrong 
Okay, so that's that. Let me see this one. All right, this is somebody's actual profit and loss statement. So this is actually Dre Clipper hands. Look what he cleared. We're in September. Mm. We're not even in. It's not even a full year. Mm. We're in September. $106,000. Okay, let's keep looking. And this, that's September. He's going to clear 120 grand, 125,000. This is somebody's bank statement. I've not even looked at this. Uh, let me see. So this guy deposited $11,000, 11,700. Okay. So that's what he, that's what he brought in that month. And some people might say, we don't know if that's cutting hair. That might be from uh, being on, on Nebraska, but it's not. If you, that might be from OnlyFans. feet picks on OnlyFans. That's, that's what I mean by Nebraska. Nebraska is, uh, (laughs) is that street where that happens at. Look at this guy. So this is, this is. Look, we're in August, 101,000. This is a PNL, guys. If you're if you're making this shit up, you've talked your accountants into lying to the IRS and risking losing their their license. I can understand why you guys don't don't understand how real that is. There's another one. This is a bank statement. I don't know whose bank statement this is, but that's 11,358 for the month. Mm. All right, here's another one. This is 70,000. Oh no, this is 67,000 so far for the year. So he'll he'll probably clear $100,000. Here's another one. This is a profit and loss statement. Let me zoom in. There's a profit and loss statement. Let me see if I can find it. Balance sheet still CD Barber. So you can see what am I looking at here? Boom boom boom. So total draw, total personal expenses, total liabilities and equity, total equity. What is it? who who showed me their balance sheet? <laughs> So this is just their balance sheet. That doesn't that yeah. doesn't really uh let me see if all right. So this is somebody's PL. That's sixty-two thousand for the year so far. Uh this one is sixty thousand for the year so far. Till August, right? So August 20th. Yeah. This one's 10 grand <laughs> for the month. This yeah. one is uh 10,800 for the month. If I zoom in, 10,800 for the month. Okay. No, the chat, yo, y'all, y'all are funny in the chat. I love y'all, man. What happened? They don't like it? Yeah. No, they're just funny because you got because people are like, you know, now they're like, yo, y'all real quiet now. Hey, crickets. Look, this <laughs> is thirteen. This is 13, I feel y'all though because he wasn't showing the receipt. So I feel y'all. I feel you. You know what I mean? So that, we needed to see the receipt. So I feel. So y'all. that last one was thirteen thousand for the month. I mean. Can I give? Can like? Do y'all believe the sheet now? Or do you think everybody's lying? Yeah, we good. I, that's enough receipts. Let us know in the chat. That's enough receipts, right, y'all? Do y'all want barber? <laughs> Drop the pie emojis. Dude, that's enough receipts, bro. Now we gotta get you back because I don't. You got right. you, you looking weird right now. All right, you can see me now. There we go. Boom. So, so the question is, all right, because obviously some people see that and they're like, all right, well. These people have no life. They're they're slaving behind a chair, backs killing them. They probably their carpal tunnels bothering them. They're in the shop seventeen hours a, a day to make six k a month. What? How would you respond to that? Yeah. So for me, I don't like. I don't care if I'm making twenty k a month if I can't do anything with it. I don't care if I'm making fifteen if I can't do or ten or nine or eight. Doesn't matter, right? The goal here is to cut hair because I love to cut hair. It's not because I need to do it to be able to pay for my bills. Right. And so I, once you've hit six figures, that's just the standard at that point. And in parallel, 
we're making sure you're splitting up your income, your expenses and your income that's coming in. Why? Because under that's what underwriters want, right? That's what any bank wants, any banker, okay? Um, and so to me, if you want to work less, it's not charging more for less clients because here's the thing. I worked I worked in 2010 during the recession. How, did you did you work during that time? No, nah, I was right before my time, bro. I was still delivering pizzas, working in the warehouse, order selecting. Shout outs to my warehouse workers. Bro, if a guy came into the industry and was not booked and was charging over $50 during the recession, that boy would be broke. Right? And the reason why and and so for me, I want to build a clientele that's going to survive through test. And why is that? Because when there is a correction in the marketplace, that is the best time to start buying assets. How do you get financial freedom? Okay. It's not through a bunch of money saved and living on the interest. That'll take you 40 years. I don't care if you're making 200 grand a year and you're saving 80% of it. It's going to take you 10 years or more to even get remotely close to financial freedom. Because in my opinion, with financial freedom, it isn't that you have 5,000 in bills and you're making five grand, you know, in your sleep and, um, you know, and whatever, right? What it is, is that let's say that dream lifestyle is, is let me ask you, Marv, financial freedom. That means that you're free, you have what you want, and you don't have to worry about money. What does that look like to you? Financial freedom to me would look like if I had uh, as much passive income as possible to be able to cover my bills. So that way I could pretty much do whatever I wanted to do. Yeah, but you're not really financially free because you're still compromising, right? Do you have the house, the dream house, the house that you want? That if you were financially free, that's the house you'd live in, in the city that you would live in, um, the lifestyle that you that you would want in that financial freedom. Like, yeah, do you have? The, I, yeah, you I, do. I, OK. Yeah. I, do so, I have that now? Yeah. No, no. This is so, this is I'm in New York, bro. I, I ain't trying to stay here forever. You know, what so, I mean? I'm trying to come down to Tampa and see you, bro. So typically when I ask that question, what a lot of people will say is, yeah, I want a nice I want a four or five bedroom house. Okay, great. With a pool? Yeah, yeah. With some land? Yeah, yeah. What does that cost in your area? It's a million dollars. That's a $10,000 mortgage with insurance and everything, right? Okay, what kind of car you driving? Or oh, I'm driving a, a damn Hellcat. All right, that's a $2,000 car note. What's your wife driving? Uh, uh, Escalade. That's another $2,000 car note. You're already at $14,000 a month and you want financial freedom, right? Okay. What about traveling? Do you want to travel? Yeah, I want to travel three times a year. I don't know about you, but I spend about 10 grand every time I go on vacation. Okay, that's another that's another 30 grand divided by 12. You're looking at another $2,000 a month just on travel. We're at 16K. We haven't talked about food, clothing, going on dates with your wife, taxes, savings. 30K a month is what you're going to need to live even near that lifestyle. And to me, that's the target. I want to be financially free with that lifestyle. How do you get there? It, it And to me, it's not stacking a bunch of money. To me, it's leveraging, right? At the point you hit six figures, if you're bankable, you can leverage and you can start that journey. 
And this is why guys like Jordan, guys like Mo, guys like Todd, all these guys in their first year in the program, they bought their first investment property. Right. And we could talk about real estate. We can talk about businesses. But, you know, what I, what I also realized is that five years ago, I didn't want to open more shops. I thought it was a waste of time. I thought real estate was where it was at. Things have changed now. We're, we've entered into seven, eight, nine percent interest rates. And this is if you have great credit, which our guys are working towards great credit. As a matter of fact, the program, I have a full time credit specialist that literally anybody who comes in, we start working on fixing their credit. Why? Because while they're increasing their income, we only need to get to six figures. I don't need y'all to get to 200 to 20,000 a month. I need y'all to get to 8,300 a month and be able to show that shit on paper. Because once you've done that, we can start buying real estate every year. We can start opening barbershops every year. And man, the, the, the barbershop system, one shop, if you use our system, should make you anywhere from seventy dollars to $100,000 a year passively. You could leave for a year and that shit still make you that money. So if you need thirty dollars a month, you need about three barbershops, three or four shops. But what if you do two shops and you're also doing real estate? And if you're, if you're bankable, we can do a property and a barbershop every single year. And if you have the systems in place, you can scale that. Like, I don't want you guys to, I don't want people to, to, to bust their ass so that they can make 20K and then slow down. I want them to bust their ass so that they can buy as much real estate as possible and then slow down if they want to. But when I, when I, the way I run my barbershops is there's, there's a, there's, there's a system in place where every barber goes through it. And the moment you hit a certain quota, you have three options. You get to scale with us. You get to do something else or you get to stabilize. There are barbers who don't care about, about, about building wealth and being financially free. Believe it or not, guys, that's like a third of the barbers out there. And that's perfectly fine. We have a system for that where, look, you got s for example. He started at $20 a cut at my shop. Within a year, he scaled it to $100 a cut. The man still makes $1,000 a day. He works four days a week. He does five haircuts, five or six haircuts a day, still makes it still clears a thousand a, a day. And he's chilled. He only needed that for a season. Now, S. Craft came back and said, bro, I'm ready to scale. Not only is he going to be able to scale because he's going to go from four to five at $100 a cut. He's going to be clearing $6,000 a, a month. Right. But now he's decided I have spent enough time just chilling. I actually miss cutting hair. I'm about to go all in now. Let's open a few shops because if you have three or four shops, you're done. If you have two shops and a few properties, you're done. Mm. So we don't need to get to 20K. And here's the best part. I have 62 barbers, Marv. Mm. All of them can do it. All of them can do it because we're playing in the biggest arena possible. Our guys are starting out at $25 and we're scaling from there. In their first year at 25 bucks, this is the challenge. Can you make six figures just being efficient in your business? Just making sure that your business is so damn bulletproof that without raising your haircut prices, you're making six figures. Do that for a year. You get to six figures in a year with that mindset. When we go to raise your prices, it's stupid. It's dumb. 
So now you go from 35 to 45. You went from making 125 a year to 160 a year. If you decide you want to go from five or six days a week to four, you're still making 125 at that point. But you're still bankable. And now we're wearing our business hat where we're worried about how does our asset, our portfolio look? You see what I'm saying? Our guys are buying stocks. They're buying real estate. They're bankable. They can, they don't, they're not afraid of the IRS, right? And that's the goal for me. My goal, the goal is to have a better life. The standard is six figures because at that rate, a lot of you guys don't understand, don't know this, but banks, they don't touch any businesses unless you're clearing six figures. 100K, a lot of times for the products that they offer, 100K is the minimum that they'll even talk to you. So imagine this. Imagine this. Barbers. Barbers. <laughs> Listen, I need y'all to screenshot this, all right? And I need you to share it to your story. I need you to tag us in it so that way we can show y'all some love, all right? Because I don't know if you can tell or not. I'm over here sitting here just checking this out. My boy Basio is locked in right now. And I'm telling you, I see this momentum picking up. So you, you want to share this live with somebody that you feel like will get some value from it as well. And um, get ready because this ride's about to get fun. My bad for cutting you off, Basio. You're good, but you're I know good. You, you're ready to snap. So I just wanted to make sure they, they paying attention. Sure. So, so look, the, again, the first steps is to make your business as solid as possible. So if a recession was to hit, you're good regardless. If a pandemic was to hit, guess what? You can still get stimulus. You can still get these PPP loans. You can still qualify for all that stuff, right? But when a pandemic or a recession happens, that is the best time to take advantage of the opportunities that are out there. There's a thing called a transfer of wealth. Guys, if you're not bankable, if you show bank statements that show 10K one month, 15K another month, 7K another month, you're not getting the loan. It has to be consistent. Think about it. If you were a bank, Marv, mm -hmm. and you saw a guy that every single month he did 10, 10K, 10 to 12K, he's every single month consistently. The numbers haven't changed much. Okay. What do you see? You see a strong business, a solid right. business. Is this, if you this see a business, to be sustainable? Yeah, exactly. If you see a business that does 21 month, seven another, 25 another, five another, you're not getting any of these loans. Guys, I've gotten $5 million loans with zero down. With zero down. One property, you're set. You're done. So I, I'm hoping you guys are, are understanding the big picture. The big picture isn't how much you're charging per haircut and, and how often you're cutting. Bro, I work regardless. As a matter of fact, Marv, when, when your shit don't stink and you're bankable and you know that everything you look at is an opportunity, you can buy the restaurant you sit in. You can buy the building your shop is in. You, can, you have all these opportunities. The real challenge comes, what do you say no to? What do you say no to? And that's what I'm training my guys to, to understand. It's coming regardless. We have to know what to say no to. Right. And there's going to be so many opportunities, man. Look, Dre Clipperhands, for example, he's been dying to, to, to build his barbershop. He has the funding. He's bankable. He's got the tax returns, all this shit. Right. There's been three, three different locations he's looked at. They're not good enough. It's OK to be patient.
Because you might, you might be moving slow, but sometimes slow is faster. Because if you get into a situation where, where it's not the right fit, you, you're going to waste one or two years of your life, right? So we're just making sure we don't make mistakes. You don't have to make 20K a month to build wealth in this industry. If the goal is to build wealth, if that's the goal, why do we need to, to charge so much per haircut? All we need to do is show the banks that we make six figures, have good credit, and know the opportunities that are out there, and the world is yours. Okay, so how does a barber figure out what they want to charge, right? Because they're confused right now, right? So many of us as barbers are confused, like, okay, what do we charge? People saying that we need to know our worth. People saying we're undercharging. Other people are saying we're charging too much. How do we figure out what to charge to know that this is going to help us build and grow and, and get to, you know, 10K a month, 15K a month? All right, so this is what I would suggest. Start at market rates. We can't, I can't give you. So how does somebody find the market rate? I'll tell you right now. So you, you cannot have a set number for every city, for every zip code, for every state, for every country. Guys, there's, it's way more complex than that. We, we can't, we have guys in the program that live in towns that have 10,000 people, but we have guys that live in San Francisco, in LA, in New York city, the guys who live in population 10,000, they can't charge certain, they can't even charge $40 a cut. Like you're out of touch if you believe that, right? Like you're only thinking about your situation and your perspective. You have to go by whatever market rates are. Now, can you change market rates? Absolutely. You can lead the change. Can you, can you charge premium rates anywhere? Absolutely. What those numbers are, are relative to the zip code that you're in. So for example, so in the, the argument middle, though is what about people that because it's social media now, so people will come to you from further distances if you have a higher price point where social media has kind of created a scenario where you 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 can kind of control your own price because you can get clients through your content that might not necessarily be in your zip code, be in your area, but they'd be willing to make a longer trip to come see you and get a haircut. So let's talk about that. So if the goal is to work as less as possible – but make as much money as possible, right? If that's the goal, none of you guys charging $20,000 or making 20K a month make more than I do for my barbershops, just for my barbershops. I don't even have to wake up out of bed. You still don't make more money than I do just for my shops. I don't even have to lift a finger during the day. So if, if that's the goal, then you have to leverage other people's time and other people's money. That's what you have to do. And to do that morally, and feel good about what you're doing, you have to help people. And so the way that I teach people to make six figures, I've shown you guys, is duplicatable over and over and over again, right? If I can teach 10 barbers how to make six figures and they all work at my shop, are they going anywhere? Probably not. I don't have a revolving door of barbers. If they want to eventually open a shop and I, and I have, a, uh, and I have a, um, a roadmap so they can open their own shop and make passive income... They're not going nowhere. They're just going to do it with me. I'll mentor them. My job when you work at Headlines is to mentor you. It's not to do shit for you. It's to teach you how to fish. And if your goal is to be stable and have the weekends off and go to four days a week, I'll help you figure that shit out. That does not obviously require you opening a shop. But if your job is to build wealth, I'm going to teach you how to invest in real estate. I'm going to teach you how to, to invest in securities. And I'm going to teach you how to invest in businesses. Okay? And so... 
when people when people people um, start working at headlines, they go through a course, they go through a, an orientation, a course just like everybody else in any other company, and they learn what's available to them. They come to me when they're really ready to scale. So, for example, Nate, he wants to scale. He doesn't want to stabilize. He's making six figures. So his next step was to manage one of our shops because that to me is dating, right? And so if Nate's working at one of my shops and we're dating, his job is to build a barbershop up. He's got no risk. He's got no interest. The interest that he has is that the next location will be his. But by then, he'll be ready to do it on his own. We're teaching him how to fish. Bro, in six months, he, he, um, he ran one of our barbershops from day one to in six months being full. Being full. The shop is already full. You see what I'm saying? He did that. So now... While he's been doing that, we've been fixing his credit. We've been making him bankable. He's got the tax returns. So now we can go to a bank, get a business line of credit for $50,000, zero interest for 21 months. He'll go open his shop. We're going to, within the first six months, we're going to make sure it cash flows. He'll pay off that loan. Literally no money out of his pocket. He leveraged other people's money. He's still making six figures, but now he has an asset, right? And so this is the goal. This is what we're trying. This is what we're trying to accomplish with our guys. And we're doing it over and over and over again. You, what I want to do is something that's duplicatable, not something that's out of reach. Now, Tomb 45, Tomb 45 has made millions, right? I mean, think, what do you think Tomb 45 has made this year alone? I can't even imagine when I think about, uh, so what's included in the Tomb 45, you'd say the mentor is the mentorship. All the products. No, no just, the, just the products. Okay, so like all, uh, all of the actual products we let's, use. Let's talk about let's talk about the beam team. The beam team is is two hundred dollars. How many beam teams you compressors do you think we sold this year? I would just I just want to hear the number. You tell me. You just I I, I don't want to give numbers out there because I don't. My competitors are probably listening, but just just throw out a number. I would assume uh, I would assume that you sold a lot. Give a number, Marv. Come on, let's be let's be real. Let's be transparent. You can say a low number. I won't be offended. I I just I'm not in that world. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not in the product world to even have an idea of like how, how many okay. things like guys how in that. the in the comment section, how many compressors do y'all think we sold this year? So we see eight mil, three point five mil, six mil. How many units? K. How many units? How many units? Do uh, the math. Two point seven million, four hundred K. Let's just say it was 2,000 units. Do the math. What's 2,000 times $200? That's Do the math. A four. That's a four. And then there's uh, three zeros and then two more, that's, right? That's 400,000. Okay. There we go. How many no drips do you think we sold? Let's say it's 10,000 units. Those are 20,000 a piece. Guys, that's what? What is that? 200,000, right? Okay, what about the 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 powered mats? Okay, let's say we only sold a thousand at four hundred a piece. That's four hundred thousand. What about the power pods? Those are three hundred dollars a piece. What if we sold two thousand of those? That's six hundred thousand. Just do the math. It's a lot of money. Wouldn't I sell way more courses if I was teaching how to come out with a product, mm. how to make how to make ten million dollars a year with products? Wouldn't I make a way more of a killing selling that course? I don't sell that course because Cosmoprof came out with numbers that every year 300,000 products come out. 
300,000 products come out every year. Of those 300,000, 1% are still around three years. Of that 1% that's still around three years, 1% makes a million dollars. I'm not selling that, that course, guys, because I know it's probably unlikely you're going to be successful. I want to be able to show data that shows the median income is just the standard that we're talking about. After that, it's a W. But I'm not going to do a, a product course because most of you guys are going to fail at that. And with that hook, with that um, um, sale, bro, I could sell that course for a few thousand dollars and, and make it rain. I'm not doing that, right? So, listen, I, I don't know what else to tell you guys. Well, well, what I want to what I want to say is, barbers, flood the chat. Let us know if you're enjoying this. Shoot your uh, questions in the chat. Again, I'm starring some questions for, you know, at some point when I uh, go down a list of questions to ask Basio about it. Uh, but Basio, what I would say to you is, okay, what do you say to the barber right now that's not is, – is, is making as much money as they want to make, right? And they're in a shop, and they're kind of happy at the shop. They're just not making as much money as they want to make. They have the freedom to be able to raise their prices. So – they're considering raising their prices because they're like, I got to figure out a way to make more money. So if I just raise my price, maybe I can make some some more money. What would your advice be to them to to get booked up, to be able to, to make more money? Where would you start if you were in their shoes? I'll show you guys right now. Hold on one second. So I did answer the question on market rates. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, how to figure it out, I didn't answer. So all I do is I call shops in my zip code and I ask them how much is a haircut. I act like a customer. I ask them how much is a haircut. If you go through three to five shops and they say 30 bucks, 35, 25, the average of that is 30 bucks, charge 30, charge 30. If you want to get booked up quick, work at a shop that has a lot of walking traffic, man, do a free haircuts campaign. Your chair is going to be full within a year. You'll have so much clientele that it doesn't matter if you're charging right away. What you want is people to taste the product like, Success leaves clues. Take some. I don't. I don't. I don't um, res morally respect drug dealers, but they give a free product because they know their product don't stink. You see what I'm saying? So, but why give why a free haircut when 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 you have the people? So you have people saying, "Well, why give a free haircut? We got to know our right worth. Now. We can't be giving stuff away for free." I'll show you why. I'll show you why real quick. Hold on. Uh, Barbers, guys, make sure you, you're taking a screenshot of it. Share it to your story. Again, this is not this is not for everybody. Like I, I understand, you know, if you don't like it, it ain't for you. Don't don't consume it. But um, this is what I did. This is what I did to get where I'm at, and I would I wouldn't regret it for a second. I want assets. I want assets. I don't care about the money. Hold on one second. Uh, I gotta find the sheet. No, that's the real estate sheet. Hold on, uh, 2.3.1. No, that's two. All right, let's look at this spreadsheet real quick. Yo, Matt, I used to do a free haircut for my client and the person that he was sending when I first started because I have a ton of people. So I'd be like, yo, if you send me somebody new, I'll give them a free haircut and I got you. And that was wild, but guess what it led to? It led to me getting a whole bunch of new clients. Bro, so I, I feel you. I would, I would literally the first two months give a shit ton of free haircuts, bro. 
I'm going to show you right now. Because uh, you don't lose. Because, guys, think about it this way. Here's what I want you to understand. If you, Why he's finding this. If you give a free haircut, right, you have literally nothing to lose. Because, number one, they were never your client, right? So it's not like you, you lose them as a client. You never had them. You can only potentially gain a, a new client from that interaction. That's one. Number two, you at least get an opportunity to get some reps in and get some experience and get some practice to sharpen your skill set. So you gain in that avenue as well. And then uh, to add to it, a lot of times when you give people a free haircut, if you do your job, you give them a really good haircut that they love. They have a great experience. They have a great time there. Most reasonable people uh, and people that got it to spend aren't going to just get out of your chair and then walk out and leave without giving you something. So at bare minimum, a lot of times you will get tipped. And Bro. even more than you would imagine, there will be times where people will pay you your full price. I can't tell you how many times back when I was first building the clientele, I offered a free haircut, gave the free haircut. And then when all said and done, they said, you know, how, how much? And this is back when I first started. So $20 at the time. How much? Uh, it's, it's free. Don't worry about it. Nah, man, you did, you did your job. Uh, how much? Nah, man, it's free. Don't worry about it. All right, well, how much do you charge so I know in the future? 20 bucks. All right, man, here's 40. Keep the change. And it turned into money, right? So you can never lose by giving a, a, a free haircut. It's not a waste of your time. If you're not doing nothing anyway, you're sitting there scrolling on Instagram, look, look, trying to see if Marvy Marvin Deluxe are taking shots at each other. You're not doing anything, right? You, you could be using that same time to be doing uh, uh, productive things, cutting some hair, getting some reps in, getting some practice in, and potentially earning a new client. So, barbers, yeah, I see you got something on the screen. What's that about? Yeah, let's do the numbers. So, look, um, again, my goal is I don't, I don't care how much you make per money, what I, per haircut. I care about what you bring home on paper so that we can use that to, to honestly leverage the hell out of these banks um, who are giving us cheap money and put it into assets. Right. Like I, I want to make the bulk of my money from things that I don't trade time from time for. All I need to do is hit that six figure mark to start playing that game. Right. And so let's break down what that looks like. So what you charge per haircut is actually a hell of a lead magnet. OK, a lead magnet is an offer to somebody that seems too good to be true. And if you're charging, let's say, 30 bucks for a cut, you're not getting 30 dollars per cut, guys. Like you guys have haircut, you have haircut and beard, and then you get tips as well. So generally, if you charge 30, you're probably actually making on average $40 per client, right? So let's say this is actually $40, okay? This, we're going to include tips and all the services, the average of it, right? If you have 100 unique clients, and the way that we define unique clients is a person who comes has been to you at least three times a year, right? The reason why I say that is because... If they come to you once, that's a walk-in. If they come to you twice, that might have been a fluke. But if they book an appointment with you three times, that's a client, okay? They're, they're, they've chosen you. They're going to keep coming back to you as long as you retain them, okay? So if we're making, on average, $40 a ticket, which is pretty much possible anywhere, that's $30 a cut. On average, you're getting $40 a cut with tip, right? If you have 150 unique clients, you hit six figures, without even raising your prices. And this is assuming that your average client comes to you every three weeks, which is pretty obtainable. Do you think that's out of reach? No. 150 unique clients at a $40 average ticket, not what you charge, an average ticket, and they come to you on average every three weeks. Is that unobtainable? 
No, I think that's highly probable. This is what I've been trying to tell people. And they tell me I'm small minded and I don't think big enough and I don't know my worth. And this is what cool. they be yelling at me, bro. If, if for full context, I've I was barbering when I even the early years when you guys would see me drop haircut tutorials and I was cutting hair full time. I was cutting hair full time and I was I was sliding YouTube recording in. So I was doing 15, 20, 25 haircuts in a day. But I was adding haircut tutorials. Like if I knew that my next client was a 15-minute haircut, I text them, say I'm running 15 minutes behind because that person that I have in my chair, I'm going to record and I need the extra time. So if I just focus on barbering, I know if I just focus on that, what I'm going to do is I'm going to launch campaigns to get them to rebook, to get them to to, to set up recurring appointments. I'm going to get them to... to, um, to shit, I'm going to offer... A $50 gift card for 10 bucks if they buy it for somebody else. I want them to be referrals. If I start doing launching these campaigns and I automate them, I might be able to get a client to go to come to me 17 times a year, which is three every three weeks is 17 times a year. Let's say I can get them one week out of the year or one month out of the year to come twice in that month instead of you know once in that month. So let's go to 18. What does that do to my gross revenue? I'm at, I'm, at to, I'm at 108. What if I go crazy and I get my average to 20? We just went to 120K. I'm saying, what if I've been able to squeeze in 160 unique clients? Okay, now we're at 128. 160 is doable for anyone anywhere in any community. I don't know anyone that lives in a, in a city that has 1,000 people. Okay, if you do, you're probably the only shop there and it's still doable for you. You see what I'm saying? So if we can get here first and then we raise our prices to 50, let's say our average ticket goes up to 50. Now we're at 160. I can't believe he's giving y'all this for free, bro. Like, I don't I hope you guys are paying attention. The the fact you're getting this for free. I just had to say that, bro, because you are you're taking the barbers to school right now. And I just hope well, they understand the value of it because it's a free YouTube live. Well, well, here's here's some more perspective, right? It doesn't matter if I'm doing half hour haircuts or 45 minute haircuts or hour and a half haircuts. If I'm cutting hair for an hour and a half, I'm cutting hair for an hour and a half. I'm on my feet for an hour and a half. That's to what me, I'm the, saying, bro. To me, the difference is if I lose that one client that takes an hour and a half of my day, that hurts. You're yeah. talking about a big chunk of your of your e income. Where mm. if I lose one, but I'm able to fit three clients in that hour and a half, I'm mm. not sweating it as much. Imagine a no call, no show, and you're and and you take an hour and a half on a cut. Mm. Oh my gosh, right? And obviously there's ways of managing it, but I would rather participate in this environment because this is not the end-all be-all, right? I need stability in any economy. And if you think charging 150 in any city, in any, in any economy is going to work, you're lying to yourself. You're not mm. being realistic. Look, Stoics will tell you, you can you can have this whole um you know the secret the um what 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 your thoughts are will become yeah, the law that, of attraction whole, the law of attraction listen you can you can subscribe to that all you want but if you're not thinking five moves ahead if you're not thinking about what can disrupt me you're a terrible businessman listen it's in the bible to diversify i diversify even now like i 
I was so committed to the barbering industry. All of my money came from the barbering industry. That shit would make me lose sleep at night. When the pandemic hit, thank God for for um for 245 because guess what? We had seven barbershops we still had to pay rent for, water bills, electricity bills. We were we have a run rate of 40 grand a month and we're not getting no booth rent cuz we're not charging our barbers. Mm. Whoa, you're not thinking what can destroy you. Mm. If you're not doing that, you're not you bro, you're you mm. listen, you And you're and, and have it's a interesting to me it's interesting to me how how fast we don't forgot about the pandemic, bro. Barbers don't forgot about the pandemic. Barbers, we, we still be out here living day to day like that pandemic, like our whole livelihoods just getting didn't get taken from us. I feel like that should have been a, a wake up call for so many of us. I know it was Absolutely. for me. Uh, you know but what look, I mean? Like, but look, Marv, I'm not saying to stop here either. Yeah. If you decide this ain't good enough, I went to a hundred dollars. S-Craft went to $100. Beam went to like 80 We got guys at the shop that are at 60 70 Let's move this up to 80 bucks a cut. Look where you're at, guys. What's the problem here? And if you don't, don't want to work as much, go to 120 You need clients. You're still making $200,000. Go to eighty. You're still making $128,000. Question, so Bob Steele. Yeah, what's but, your thoughts on quality and quantity with all of this? Right, because there's the people that's like, all right, listen, I hear you with your thirty minute, forty five minute cuts, but I'm more concerned about the 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 quality of the cut. Sure, I what, hate to do this to input? my, I hate to do this to my dog Jordan, but I'm gonna do it. Okay, Jordan put out a tutorial, and it's not his fault. His client told him, I don't want a lineup. Just tap it. I don't want a lineup. So the the cut looked unfinished. Right, bro. He was getting. You should see the comment section. He was getting trolled so hard because people were saying that's not a cutout. There's no way he's making that. That cut's not up to par. Guys, go to Walmart, go to any mall, go to a concert. How many people do you see walking around with a blurry fade? And they all got cuts for that. Event. I've been cutting a client for 13 years. I ain't never edged him up in the front once. Never, not once have I edged up his front line or gave him boxes. He only wants his, he gets a one on the sides, three on the top, and I shape his beard up. I've never edged his front. None of that up ever. Been cutting them Bro. for 13 years straight every like three weeks. I have videos where everybody knows I charge 100 bucks and the guy just got a taper and a lineup, nothing else. And people dogging him in the comments, how you gonna pay $100 for that? Why not? I'm not gonna serve that person. Listen, the Instagram cuts are cool and they will get you paid in, in you know, in some way, shape, or form, but it's not needed, especially if you're not going the route where you're targeting the pickiest clients. Guys, you know, we have local celebrities. We have guys that own Facebook groups that have 30,000 members in your zip code. So I live in Wesley Chapel. There's like 10 Wesley Chapel Facebook groups. All of them have 30,000 followers. I know they're all, all in my area. I know someone owns that Facebook group. I'm reaching out to that guy. He's a local celebrity. I'm going to give him a free haircut. Thank you for what you're doing for the community. I'd love for you to check out my shop. Haircuts on me. As a matter of fact, for your Facebook group, I'll offer free cuts for everyone for the whole month of October. Bro, you're going to be so booked, so busy. You're going to get tip money. You're not going to get you're not going to get $50 a cut, but you might you might retain 30% of them. Okay, so 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 Deluxe, right? Deluxe, he's the first person that I personally heard say this, right? So Mm -hmm. this is where I got the idea from. I don't know where he got it from, but he doesn't believe in client retention, 
right? So yeah. this is this isn't an attack at Deluxe. This is this is thoughts on the the argument that it's not important to rec- retain clients because every time that you know you raise your prices, basically you're starting a new business, so it shouldn't you shouldn't value client retention. Um, you should value more so client acquisition, which I I can agree in context, but I also disagree, right? Because I, I think when you look at any big company, client retention plays a part. But at the same time, yeah, you can't just hold yourself back because well, clients well, for, don't want to keep rocking with you. Well, for what it, what he's teaching, it makes total sense. I I understand that from what he's teaching. But I got sixty two barbers that all need to make six figures. Do you think all sixty two of my barbers? can do what 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 he's doing probably not a lot of these guys just got out of barber school they're not that good at cutting hair and they still make six figures right when they get that good they'll be s craft at a hundred dollars a cut making a quarter million dollars a year just from cutting hair but they'll also be bankable they'll also have a portfolio of assets their credit's going to be great we we don't glorify how much we charge per haircut is just not in the culture that that I'm trying to build. I, you know what I mean? So so I get why he doesn't care about retention. It makes sense for his program. And honestly, there's a hell of a lot of guys that, you know, they they resonate with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. He's got an offering that's available to a, a specific marketplace, just like Louis Vuitton has a, a offering that goes to a, a specific marketplace. And they should exist. They should exist, right? You got guys that I've had guys that get on a consultation call and they want to be celebrity barbers and we don't bring them in because I can't teach them how to do that. Matter of fact, we tell them you should probably check out Deluxe's program. They can coexist and they, they make sense. Now, is he going to have more success stories than me? There's no chance in hell because and it's not it's not because I'm better than him at my programs better. It's just I'm playing in a way broader marketplace. You see what I'm saying? Like hitting You're playing 10K. a game where that, that's more probable for more people. It, it's- Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. But but look, me being who I was five years ago, if I would have signed up to Deluxe's course, I probably would have been successful because I was doing the social media stuff. I was getting the high-end clients. Bro, I used to have a client that was flying from Houston every week. He worked at Delta. He flew in from Houston every single week, and he paid me $100-some for a cut. Those people are out there. And guess what? Those customers deserve somebody to fulfill, you know, what they're looking for. Now, can I do that with 62 barbers? No. Are you going to make the passive income that I make with 62 barbers? Hell no. And so if the goal is financial freedom, you got to you got to be able to duplicate what you do a hundred times. If you can do it a thousand times, you're a millionaire. If you can do it a hundred thousand times, you're a billionaire. It's like... That's scaling, in my opinion. So for Listen, you, so my for number you, is, you, my number you is twelve barbershops. Want to get people to right. sit uh, to hundred k? Like it, it, from your thinking, you're like, okay, I'm looking at a barber, and I, I'm I'm asking myself, what's the fastest way I can get this barber from zero dollars to making a hundred thousand dollars a year cutting hair? And then once we get there, it's all about figuring how we figuring out how we can create. Passive streams of income and start investing in the assets. Yeah, and I'll break down how we do it. First thing we do is we we look for warm one to one warm audience. Right, you have friends that have friends that are connected to you. You have family members. You have all these people. Reach out to them. Offer offer them a free haircut. Get involved in the Facebook groups. Don't start p- spamming them. 
give some give some um give some value first especially if there's haircut or or hair questions you can literally just search in those groups hair questions answer them make sure your facebook group looks like it's a professional barber's facebook group facebook all right if your facebook has you you know smoking weed and partying and shit you're not converting nobody to a client right but if your shit is is i'm the expert at cutting hair when you are participating in these facebook groups you're going to get organic um clientele regardless but th- we start there then we start creating content not to get more barbers following us but to to target customers who want a haircut right then we clean up our our barbershop's website our barbershops uh google my business we start running i have this google my business ad bro that i kid you not is insane if i i'll show you some of the data actually let me show you yeah you're talking about it's Um, a google ad to drive traffic yeah yeah i'll show you that too um so so these are so that's what we're doing then cold market is you don't hand out 100 business cards you know a month you hand them out in a day if you have enough time to do it, go do that. But we're we're tar- that's like the last choice. First, we're doing warm market. Then we're doing content. Then we're doing um, sign guy. Right. The easiest way to to hit your cold market, it isn't it isn't paid ads. It's to go outside where there's heavy traffic. So, for example, my shops, the slowest road that we're we're on has fifty thousand cars go by in a day. If there's three new barbers in that shop that are not booked, all of y'all got an hour a day. You can sit outside with that sign. So between everything else we're doing, between what I'm doing with Google ads and you guys holding a sign outside, there's zero chance in hell y'all don't get busy. So, all right. Um, our, and and just, just so you, like this marketing strategy for my barbershop owners that can't find barbers, our last 12 hires were from out of state. They came from out of state. And they're all making money. If you are one of our barbers at Headlines and you came from out of state, please say something in the comments. Um, but let me show you guys my GMB and I'll break down the ads. I just wanted to show you guys this real quick, too, because uh, shout outs to Bopper. Uh, they made uh, the custom Marvy Marv Barber's digital business card. And I don't know if you guys have used digital business cards before, but they're fire. And you're able to store like all of your information on it. So all my social medias, all of my payment uh, ways for, you could pay me any website I want, all of that cool stuff. You literally could tap somebody's phone and it'll pull up all your information on their phone. So I've been using uh, the digital business card for a minute now. And uh, shout outs to Tim and the Bopper family. They made me a custom one. So if you guys like this, the info to pick it up is in the description and it is only available uh, tonight. So make sure you get that if you uh, are interested. And uh, I'll remove the screen so you can pull it up. All right, cool. Uh, I'm trying to look at all of my ads. All right, cool. Let me see how I can share this. Yo, it's amazing right now how much game is being given to you guys. And the part that scares me is this is a free YouTube live. So a lot of times 
We don't value free. Like if you paid $10,000 to be on this call, you'd be taking notes. You'd be absorbing as much of this as possible, and you'd be ready to to go implement all of this tomorrow. So I'm going to need you guys to just imagine to the best of your ability that you paid $10,000 to hear this conversation tonight and get this information. And I need you all to put in the work and take off and, and, and shoot. For the take off for the races, get the work and implement this stuff. Don't just let this be stuff you hear and say, "All right, this made mad sense." Yo, that was fire. Yo, that was gems. Yo, Basio's the goat. Thank you, Mar, for hosting. <clears throat> nah, bro, you're not just gonna hear this information and do nothing with it. Knowledge in itself is not power. Applied knowledge is power. So take this and apply it. Barbers. Now, what what you got for us, Basio? Cool. So this is our Google Ads. This is what it's costing us to run these ads. This is, the com- this is the cost per conversion. So the way I look at it is we track our, the annual revenues per client, whatever the average is. And depending on the barber, right, it might be 600 it might be 800 it might be 1000 it might be $1,200 a year is what each customer is worth, depending on the shop as well, right? Because some of our shops, all the barbers are charging market rates. Some of them, you know, only one barber is charging market rates because we, our goal is to make sure everybody's booked, charging a premium rate. Once, once everybody's there, we know we need, to the, we need to open another location three to five miles down the road. That's how we scale this thing. So my goal is to make sure everybody's booked making six figures. I, I can't continue to open more locations if everybody's not winning. So if I, have, if I have a location where the average client is worth $800 a year and it's costing me $2 to convert them, $3 to convert them, that's printing money. Why wouldn't you do this? And then the mm-hmm. first month, you get $500 in, um, in statement credit to run these ads. Now, you can't do this unless all your prerequisites are done. Your GMB needs to look amazing. That's why in the state of Florida. GMB, no, no, what's the GMB for, for the people that don't know? Google My Business. Google My gotcha. Business. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so when you go to Google Maps and you go to somebody's profile, business profile, that's Google My Business. Okay. In the state of Florida, we actually got an award for being the, the barbershop with the most five-star reviews in the state of Florida. We know how effective that is because if you click on one of our ads, our landing page is not like a funnel or some shit like that, click funnels or something like that. It takes you straight to Google My Business. You can't bullshit that. So if you're a customer and you're looking for the best barbershop in Tampa and my search term matches, right? My keywords match with your search term and you see my Google business profile and you're, you see 1,100 five-star reviews, that's going to convert like crazy, so look at these conversion rates, 30%, 37%, 28%, 36%, 28%. It's insane because our Google My Business, our website, everything, all that shit, we, we focus on that for the first few months as a collective. If you're in a suite, you're lucky if you can get 100 reviews. Guys, might, you'll never be able to compete with one of my shops that has 1,100 reviews. And so we're printing, we're printing customers, clientele, just by running these ads. But again, there is a process. But if you know this, you can open location after location after location. And you know each location if you do it right. I give these guys the blueprint, the layouts, even from from chair to chair, 17 feet or is uh, is uh, seven and a half feet Um, from wall to wall is 17 feet. Go as deep as you possibly can. You'll be able to fit the most amount of barbers in there to serve whatever that demographics is. Right. We give people the blueprint where they can literally just give that blueprint to the contractor and do the exact build up that we have. 
if they want to take advantage of the the system as in a whole right but if you have seven locations where you're running this and the barbers are doing what you trained them to do everybody's winning you got barbers who get to work three days a week if they want to still make six figures. You got barbers who work six days a week, make 160K a year, right? And want to open, you know, a location next year, want to buy real estate. They get to do that. And you got guys that just want to take a break and chill and, 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 and have fun with their money. They deserve it. They earned it. I don't judge what somebody's goal is. Look, one of the things that I say is you can't force a horse to drink the water. But if they're drinking the water they want, they'll drink it. So as long as I'm able to create a platform where everybody drinks water that they taste and they like it, we all are happy. Barbers, listen, man, I know you guys are loving this conversation. I loved it, too. I got to experience it in a couple different ways, man. I got to be a part of it, which was super dope. And then I got to listen to it back a couple times as well, doing my best to try to soak in all of the game that Basio dropped. Barbers, do me and Basio a favor. If you guys are enjoying this conversation, take a screenshot, share it to your story, and let us know your thoughts. What are some of the takeaways that you've been able to take away from this conversation? What are you enjoying the most about it? Let us know in a screenshot. Share it to your story. Tag me, tag at Basio Cuts in it. So that way we can show you some love. And if you don't already follow Basio on YouTube and on Instagram, make sure you do. Make sure you head over to ismarimarv.com. Check out everything I got there. All of my merch, hats, hoodies, shirts, uh, my interactive social media course, my master class, the Booked Up Barber master class, free resources I got available, available for download. Check those out. And uh, head over to Tune 45 Academy as well, especially if you're considering joining Basio Six Figure Barber Mentorship. He's also got some other really cool resources over there as well. So make sure you check that out. Tune45academy.com. So let's get back into the conversation. We're about to wrap it up soon. I think there's another half hour or so left. So let's bring it to the finish line. What do you say to the, the, the barbers that are scared to open a barbershop? Because let's say they worked in one or two barbershops where the experience was just bad. And the, they, they seen how bad barbers can operate. They seen how toxic the environment could be. And they've gotten to the point where they're like, you know what? I don't even feel like dealing with barbers. All it is is babysitting when it comes to grown men. So I, I'm just going to, I'm going to open my own suite. Right. Yeah. Uh, what would you say to, to those people that just feel like I, I, I like the idea of opening barbershops. I see how it would make sense and help me make more money, but I don't feel like dealing with other barbers. I used to have that same mindset and I used to tell people, you don't want to open a shop. Right. But then I, I changed my mindset. I stopped. You cannot control something and have freedom. It's a mm. contradiction. Mm. So, what I decided to do was, was if the customers that go to that shop are happy, I can go to any of my locations and nitpick shit that I don't like. Hey, bro, your station needs to be cleaner. Hey, you, you guys need to sweep more often. Yo, guys, there's no music on. Turn the music on, right? Every one of our Yo, shops... Guys, turn own, the open sign on. Turn the yeah, open sign on, right? And I can time. nitpick everything. And guess what that's going to do? That's going to affect my life, make me unhappy. But then when you go on Google, my business, and you see a thousand five-star reviews, why the hell am I complaining? You know, like, it's completely passive. 
The only reason why I need to be more, more, um, more involved is if I make it a thing, if I make myself more involved. So if there's something that needs to be automated, for example, everybody's complaining, not everybody's cleaning. Perfect. We hired a cleaning lady. They're coming twice a week. All you guys got to do is maintain it. We're done. I don't have to worry about that shit no more. Still passive. Everybody's happy. The shop is clean. The barbers that don't want to clean don't have to clean. And the shop gets clean twice a week. Right. Problem solved. If I don't like that the guys don't that keep the AC too low or keep it too high, put a damn nest and 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 set the set the automations up, right? If you don't like the music being played, control it. Control my my laptop's about to die. Let me go get a charger real quick. Uh, guys, yo, okay, why why he's going to do that? Uh yeah, how are you guys feeling when it comes to this conversation cuz this man is dropping game right now. He's going in He's giving y'all, there's no filter right now. He's not holding back. He's not thinking like, all right, I can't, I can't say this because, you know, I, I can't be giving too much away. He's not holding back. He's giving all the game right now. This is so much game. This dude is snapping. This is why he's, bro, he's the president, bro. He's the GOAT. This is why right here. You know what I'm saying? And what I will say is this, to, to those of you that, are are scared to open a barbershop because you think like you know i gotta deal with uh some of these toxic people i want to deal with the barbers and it's a headache uh i know basio is going to drop a lot more game on that topic but what i will say is um the one thing that will stam has really opened my eyes to is the importance of developing leadership skills uh, I've known this for a while and i've done my due diligence and doing my best to be a good leader but since you know, over the last however long, me and Will have been talking a lot more. He loves the whole leadership aspect of uh, personal development, and I think it's it's key. It's it's key to uh, us as people being able to create the the lives we want by becoming better leaders. So uh, a lot of us uh, are scared of opening shops and dealing with people because we don't really know how to lead them, and we don't know how to navigate in the ways that is going to bring us peace of mind. But as you learn leadership skills, you learn things like what Basio just said, rather than sitting there arguing with the barbers and, and nitpicking over the music, you can control the music in another way rather than complaining about the AC or, or complaining about the shop, not being clean. You can hire a cleaner. There's other ways to go about it. And those are things you don't just necessarily naturally think of because you just have never thought those thoughts. But when you go all in on leadership it starts to, to you start to grow as a person, you start to think in different ways, and you start to have different moves you can play to make your operation run smooth and work the way you want while maintaining um peace of mind. So you you charged up, bro. Yeah, I'm I'm good now. We we got better we got power now. <laughs> I bet. So you were yeah. saying basically that, like how you know you hired the cleaning lady. Um, you could you can uh, automate a lot of stuff to get rid of a lot of the problems. Yeah, and then our team leaders they came from the culture that I wanted, right? They came from my culture, and when they go in and it's their turn to to like for example, Nate, he opened our last shop and and he grew it from from zero barbers to a full barber shop with ten barbers within six months. He he added some extra rules because he wanted us. He had some certain rules in place that were different than than what I teach. Right. Everything he's doing is on par with what I say. Right. But when he hires a new barber, one of his rules is you need to be the first one in the last one to leave. 
You're the you're the newest barber. Like we're gonna make sure you eat, but if I'm going to mentor you, this is Nate's rule because he's the one that's putting his time and in investing the things that I've taught him. He's investing into somebody else. He's paying it forward, right? But he has certain rules that he's not willing to deal with. I'm not going to force him to do something he doesn't want to do. It's working. He filled the damn shop up in six months. So every one of our locations has a little bit of a different culture, but it's by design. As long as I can look at those reviews, it's five stars. The shop is busy. Everybody's making money. I'm not going to go in there and mess shit up. That's my it. own that's yeah. my ego. What's the average my booth ego. rent? What, what's the average? Like, how do you figure that out? So same, I do, I do booth rent the same way I do haircuts. I start at market rates and then I increase su- with supply and demand. So what right? you're saying so, is you'll call around some shops to see what it is? What booth rent is, act like you're looking for, for a job and find out what booth rent is in your area. You can, you can find it probably just by asking barbers in the barbers on Instagram in the area. Ask them what they pay for booth rent. Like build that network up, go to a show in your area and ask, you know what I mean? All you need is three of them. You'll get the average of that. And, you know, market rates in Tampa, I'm telling you right now, like 150. It's very cheap, booth rent here. Like my shop is 250 and right across the street, somebody might be charging 150 and they're trying to, they're trying to take our barbers. Our barbers ain't going nowhere. Our What's barbers the best way leave. to keep the team on the same page about staying motivated and trying to make the sacrifices? You, you can't do it as a, as a whole. Like once you get to like 50 barbers and, and stuff, it's not, it's not manageable to do it as a whole. Each location has to do that. It's got to be managed at each location. And then once a quarter or once a year, you can have like those big events and stuff. Um, but you got to do it location by location and manage it that way. And they like it better that way. The, you know, they, they want to see me for, for, for positive things, for mentorship. They don't want to see me for, cracking down and making sure the culture is the same so how can you implement certain rules in a shop if the barbers are technically contracted and pay booth rent so um i don't have much rules right so our our rules are pretty much um listen if you agree a contract is a contract right regardless if you're self-employed or not there's a contract so for example my lawn care guy he's a contract he's contracted right if he don't cut my backyard, even though the agreement is he has to cut my front yard and my backyard, I'm I'm eliminating that contract. We're no you know we're no longer working together. It's, it's that simple. Now, in some states, I understand you can't tell people you can't tell people what to do if they're independent contractors. Don't you don't have to, but you also don't have to pick certain people. If so, if you like when we hire people, we we don't I don't have the I've never had somebody cut hair in front of me to decide whether I'm going to hire them. They're going to learn how to cut hair regardless. We sit down, we have lunch, we have dinner, we sit down with them, their wife, we sit down for an hour, hour and a half, and we get to know them. We get to know them and we tell them what we're about and we tell them about the course. Are you willing to take the course? Go through it, boom, boom, boom. If not, like if they are, they're perfect. They're perfect fit. They'll go through it and, and they might not even go through the course. They might be all talk. But this is why I say it's important to have a bigger shop. If you have five chairs, every hire counts. Every hire matters. If you got 10 chairs and four people show up late, it's not the end of the, the, the day. I can guarantee, like when we hire people and I get a feel of who you are and you tell me, you know, you just, you know, like we have barbers that say, yo, listen, my kid is, is he's special needs. I need, to, I need to be able to take care of him. I need to be able to come and go when I, when I please. I got six, I got seven locations. 
There might be a shop where we have a chair that doesn't have the most walk-ins. I'm going to put him in there. And the guy who's super hungry and he's like, I want to be a platformer, all all that stuff. I'll put that guy in the busy shop. But I'm not going to put you in a shop where I know that, you know, it's going to be a detriment to the team as a whole. That's the benefit of having bigger shops and having multiple locations. It's so much easier to scale that way because it doesn't matter what type of barber you're getting. You can, if you look at the NBA, if you look at teams, right? Can you, is it, can you win a championship with a bunch of superstars? Sure. Is it, is it highly unlikely? Probably, right? You can't have too many people who need the ball in their hands in their hands. So I'm okay with having a 10 chair shop. Six of them just want stability. The rest of them want to scale because when the guys who just want stability don't come to work, the guys who want to scale are happy. They're ready to take the walk-ins. They're the sharks, right? And the guys who just want stability, when a guy's who's there that's hungry, they're not butthurt about them taking walk-ins. It works just like society, just like society. Not everybody wants the same thing. But together, we 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 thrive together. We need a little bit of, a, of everything. Okay. Hopefully so that makes that sense. That sounds all good, right? Yeah, absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. And, and it sounds good. It's like, okay, this is, this is why I need to open a big shop. But, Bossy, I got one problem, bro. How do I find barbers? Nobody wants to work anymore. I, yeah. I can't find people to, to come. I can't even find a couple barbers. How am I supposed to fill up a 10-chair shop? How do you find barbers? I used to have that problem until we finally got a couple barbers to say, yo, I'll check it out. Barbers, no barbers. They went to school with barbers, right? And the same way that word of mouth works for, for your clients it works for barbers. In the beginning, we were even giving referral. Uh, we were giving like um, free booth rent if you found a barber, if we needed a barber, because they have a network of barber. So you can leverage your current barbers to to uh, to dive into their network of of or their network of, of barber friends that they went to school with or went or met at a show, or whatever, and they'll shop it. Right? I I don't go poach barbers. They usually find me, and this is this is very similar to um, um, a lot of strategies that I teach. <clears throat> Whereas the oppor- the right opportunities come to the right person, and what I mean by that is, if you've built a reputation where you're a go getter, and you and you know, let's say in the shop, everybody sees you as the shop owner. I'm sh- I'm sure, Marv, you worked at shops where everybody thinks you're the owner of the shop because you take ownership of shit. You're professional, right? So everybody might think you're the owner. That's the type of guy when he goes to open up his own shop, he doesn't need to go look for barbers. They already know what he's about. So the one analogy I like to give is when I started Tomb 45, I started it by myself. But at that point, I had already a reputation. I had three barber shops. I had the 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 YouTube channel popping, and I was making six figures behind a chair, charging $23 a cut, right? And when I started Tomb 45, Danny calls me and says, I don't know what you're doing, but I heard you started a business and whatever capacity you see me in, I want to help. He called me when we was at, um, we went, we did a hair show in San, in, um, in Oakland recently. And it was just me and S craft. No, it wasn't S craft. Was it? Yeah, it was me and S craft. We were setting up the booth as we were setting up the booth. I kid you not, at least 10 people approached us and said, yo, you need help. We'll help you set up the booth. If people know what you're about, you're going to attract the team that you need because people are going to put themselves in that in a position to win. 
Marv, would you work with, would you approach somebody to work with them if you didn't think there was, there was any synergy or there was an opportunity there? Hell no. No. So, so people, they want this stuff to happen for them or they want to, they want to create this stuff without doing the prerequisite, without being the person that deserves that opportunity. You have to operate that way. And that's why I tell my guys, I don't care if you're in a shop with a shop owner, shop owner's trash, be, take ownership. Because other people will see that. And when it when when you go to open your, your shop, you're not going to have as much of a challenge where people are like, I don't know if this is the right fit. Listen, if Basio's opening a shop over there, I will move to go work with him. You like it does it doesn't happen overnight. And this is one of the issues that I have with suites. You cannot build that reputation by yourself in a suite. Only you know what's going on behind those four doors, those four walls, inside those four walls. But when I was working at that shop. When I went to open a shop, bro, everybody wanted to come with me. I had to tell them, no, that's not morally right. I'm going to open the shop. And in a couple of years, if you still in a year or so, if you still don't like it, fine. But you have to do it the right way. Give the guy two weeks notice and then you can come over. But when I'm not just going to poach people's barbers. We got to do things, you know, the right way. I think that's the way you do it. But that's the hardest way to do it. And this is why the first few years of your career are the most important. This is why. The, the process matters. You see what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, bro. I, I, I love that so much. Man, you're, you're giving so much game, bro. I, I'm just, thank you, man. I, I just, I'm looking at the chat. I'm putting up the comments. People are loving it. Uh, you're going in, and uh, everybody's getting a lot of value from it. I will say this one comment. Um, talking about the shops and stuff where they said, so even though they're independent, they still have to follow a barbershop schedule or do they come in whenever um, whenever they want? What, do, what are your thoughts so, on that? So my my thoughts is I don't – so when I hire you, you tell me what you want for a schedule. You yeah, tell me what you want. Me. If you say you want to work Wednesday through Saturday only and you want to leave by 5 o'clock and you want to come in at 9 a.m., cool. Let me see what I have available. Hey, man, um, so none of the locations we have – can afford that right now. But I'll, prom I'll tell you this. If you can work Tuesday through Saturday from 9 to 7 instead of from 9 to 6, we'll start you here at this location, and our goal together is to get you to exactly what you want. And if you want even better, we'll work on that as well. Are you willing to do that for a season? I'm down. Let's do it. So now I'm holding them accountable on the word they gave me. I can't force them to do that legally, but that's what you told me man to man. And if, if you're the right person, then your word is stronger than anything. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Those are the, and if you're not, I messed up, I messed up, but guess what? We got nine other barbers. It's not the yeah. end of the world. You see what and, I'm saying? And the other thing I want to add to when it comes to like, uh, um, uh, people working in your shop and, and you think to yourself, well, well, uh, they are independent contractors. They can kind of do what they want. Can't they legally do that? Can I like have little rules and stuff for the shop? Uh, one of the good analogies that uh, I, I think will be super helpful for you is if you think about it this way, if you were to rent a location in a mall, right. And, and, and open your own business. That wasn't a barbershop. Let's say, even if it was a barbershop, but if you rent a location in the mall and you open your own business, yeah, it's still going to be your own business, Right. But you still have to play by the rules of the mall, 
right? Like you can't just uh, uh, do whatever you want and let it be a free for all or else the mall is going to get rid of you. Right. So in the same sense, that's how you can look at it when it comes to, to the, the barbershop. Number one, if you are the independent contractor and you just want to be the, well, it's me. I'm going to do what I want. The shop owner get rid of you. You can't be mad. Right. And then you as a shop owner, just know like, yeah, sure. There are going to be freedoms that you're going to want to, to, to give your barbers. I think I'm like you, boss. I give the people I work with so much freedom and I just try to work with what we got. I think that's the best way to do it. Um, but with you guys on here that may want to have certain rules that are your non-negotiables, even if the barber wants to argue with you that, hey, you can't tell me what to do. At that point, that's when you just, hey, nice knowing you. I don't, we got to go our separate ways. I, I could tell you I've never had that problem, me personally. I think that people, we just have all the guys that I hire, you know what I mean, that 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 decide to partner with us, they know there's a mutual respect. There's a mutual respect. And they're not going to dog me like that, bro, because they respect me and I respect them and they know that. I, I want the best for them and I make that clear the day that they come work with our team. And that's the reputation we've built in our city. That's the reputation we've built in general. And this is why we never had a problem finding barbers or keeping them. A lot of barbers, you know, sometimes they go through their phases and I don't know what people are going through in life. You never know what somebody's going through. Even right now, you don't, I don't know what Marv's going through. He might be going through some shit and we don't know. So I try to give that same benefit of doubt to everybody. So if somebody's not being the best that they can be, they're going through a season. I'm not going to fire them, right? They might, they, they might make their way around. We've had guys that um, I thought were going to be, you know, the next S-Craft. And they disappear for a year. They're still at headlines, but they disappear for a year. They're not tapping in like they used to. When we have shop events, they don't come. And then a year later, they're ready. And we welcome them with open arms. And they know they can come here and they can win. So, like, guys, you, you, like, I cannot plan people's, people's um, story for them. They have their own story. And, but I have faith that everybody can win with this system because that's how we approach it. We make it the most duplicatable that we possibly can. You can look in Google Maps right now. My shops are three miles away from each other. Every three miles, we got a shop in Tampa. We opening up like Starbucks. I got three leases signed right now um, for the next two years. So, and I don't even want to, I'm not even trying to open shops. On top of that, I got to help. I'm helping my guys open locations as well. And I don't want anything from it. Like my guys, um, they'd be like, yo, um, can we partner 50-50? I'm like, bro, I want you to own it. I want mm. you to own it to be able to stand on your own two feet. I don't need no more passive income. I'm set. I'll never have to work another day in my life. I am blessed by God. And I think that what God will want for me to do is to help other people duplicate that. That's a W to me. That's so fulfilling to me. More money is not fulfilling. Like you got, listen, I've been broke. I've been beyond broke, beyond broke. Okay. And there's no better feeling guys to be winning and then seeing your team also growing every single year with you i think that's that's a w and and it's a hell of a it's it's a great lifestyle to have man barbers bossy how much time do you got we've been going for two hours and 38 i don't minutes. care bro we'll, we'll do this all night i don't care. keep rocking all right cool chat what you, hey feeling? hold on hold on barb what about you this is your third day in a row yeah. i know the wife is is wife this comes is, first bro this is the problem we have right now right this is this is our issue um I'm loving this conversation and it, it's like I'm running on straight inspiration right now. So I could do this all night. Right. My wife, she's, she's sleeping. I know she out, she an early bird. She got to get up early. So, um, she's sleeping 
and and she let me do me. And, and with with saying that, let me make a very good point. The person you choose to be your partner is super important, guys. All right. And Basio just shared a post the other day. Let me pull it up real quick. This had me in my feels. I didn't um, think it. I think it was gonna hit like it hit. I'll be bro, it had you. me in my feels, bro. Let me uh, pull it up for for the people real quick who didn't see it. Um, boom, here we are. This one right here. He shared this right picture of him and his wifey. Now drop the heart emojis in the chat, guys. All right, he showed, bro. I look at young Basio, bro. Stop it, bro. I was I was sixteen. I was sixteen oh. right there. So I was, fire, I was right? graduating high school right there with my mom and, and my wife on the other picture. Yeah, I was graduating high school. So he put, today marks 18 years together. The very day I saw you walk into class in those pink pants, something in my soul told me you were the one. Um, we were just kids, but God had plans for us as soulmates, as men and women uh, becoming one. So I'm so thankful. I listened to my heart and that we got to struggle, yet always triumph together. We raised amazing children and experienced so much life together. We live in a world where young men and women don't want marriage, and I pray for them. One of the most beautiful gifts I've been blessed with is the fact I can look at my wife and see her at every age and stage of her life because I was always there. The bond and connection we could uh, we have could never be replicated. This bond that holds each other down uh, and builds each other up forever. 18 years later, life's never been better with you. I love you with all my heart. In eternity, bro. Hold up, bro. Stop playing. Stop playing with me, bro. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was beautiful. And I want to say this, man, because uh, I really resonated with that post so much. When I did my class, I don't know if you guys were in my class in CT last year. Uh, I I did a dope class. And at the end, I want to show love to my wife and my family. And when I brought up my wife, um, it, it, it it hit me hard and I'm on a stage of CT and I ain't a crier like that, but I, I started, right. I don't know if y'all were there for that. And it hit me hard because truthfully, man, without her, there is no me, bro. She's been my rock. She's been my backbone. Me and her have been together for, for a long time. Now we, we, we've known each other for years. We were friends. We got married. We've been in each other's life for a long time. It, it hasn't always been, um, easy but we've always uh uh uh, we're on the same page with knowing the direction we're going so we had to figure things out along the way but i I promise y'all without her there is no me if if i always had her nagging me when i'm going to shows and nagging me when i'm up live with basio and nagging me when i'm going live on instagram and nagging me when i'm creating content i promise you guys I would not be here today, and and I know Basio feel is 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 in the same exact spot, and I'm sure he's going to speak on it. Um, but before he he does, guys, just understand who you're spending your time with matters so much. I used to think that barbers didn't want to go to shows and stuff like that because they were lazy. They don't want it. They ain't hungry. They ain't ambitious. Come to find out, after traveling so much, you start to see that a lot of times barbers, whether guys or girls, don't go to some of these shows and classes because they don't want to hear their significant other's mouth, you know, or they have these big dreams to open up their own shop or even go to their own suite or do whatever. And their significant other is always is, is, is talking down on them and not encouraging them. Right. So for you guys that are listening to this, just understand that I arguably, and I'm sure Basio is going to have his thoughts on this. Arguably, I think, who you choose as your partner is probably the most important decision that you can make in your life. And especially when it comes to to business, because if you ain't 
uh, building on a strong foundation, if you don't have peace at home, if you got a lot of chaos at home, it's going to trickle down into everywhere. So um, Basio, that post, I really resonated with it. I was hugging on my wife. I love my wife. I love you, baby. I don't, she probably won't see this because she ain't going to watch <laughs> two and a half hours in. Uh, but she know I love her and I'm grateful for her. And um, I, I, I'm here because of her. So I, I know you got something to say on that too, bro. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just had a lot of questions growing up, man. Like I, a lot of you guys could relate, man, where you grow up in a culture where bros before hoes and, and, you know, Kings, you know, just, you know, do you, do you, don't worry about no women. Um, and I can tell you that as much as I love my brothers, as I, I got a hell of a circle, bro. I got guys that in a closed room, they would, they, somebody talking bad about me, they would go, they would go hand for me. Like, these are like, these, these are my brothers, this is my family for real. And, um, I just don't understand how men can, cannot be loyal to their best friend. Like my wife, my wife knows every insecurity about me. She knows all of my faults. She knows every, I can be so vulnerable with my wife. If I can't be loyal to her, man, what, mm. like, I'm sorry. Like God said, we were born sinners. We are naturally sinners. And I hear guys talk about, you know, it's natural for men to want multiple women. And what makes you a great man, in my opinion, is to be able to look at those those natural sins that you you were naturally born doing and being able to fight it off for for the for the right thing, because that's your wife. That's your best friend. And not just that, but like you're going to choose money over your wife or your wife's going to choose money over you. That was never a, a good marriage to begin with. So I think that, you know, if you get with it doesn't matter if you choose the right one. In, 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 in my opinion, if you if you're choosing early, you guys can mold each other throughout the journey. Right. And, and, and in my opinion, also, if you have two partners that have the same morals, that have that have that, the same morals and the, and the same goals and the same outlook in life and, and um, they 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 can appreciate becoming one. Cause like there's people who say they're, they're they're becoming one with their spouse, but they have separate bank accounts. Everything's separate. Nothing has become one. Like my mother and my father. My mother had a had a. My mother never even had my dad's last name. I used to look at that and be like, "Yo, that is." I was embarrassed by it. My mother didn't even have the same last name as my father, but we all lived in the same house. What's going on here? I always felt like something was wrong, and so me seeking truth, I realized, man, like I am blessed beyond my imagination. Bro, we are like the fact that I almost didn't become a barber if it wasn't for my wife. I was going to go to the military because it took it took me a lot of people don't know this. It took me 2 years to finish barber school. I kept failing the barber the the state the barber state board. It took me 2 years cuz I was working a full-time job. We had kids on the way and I was going to quit and go to the military. I would not exist today. But my wife was like, "Hell no. You said you was going to barber school. You you said that's your dream. That's what you're going to do." Cause I definitely ain't gonna be. Uh, uh, we definitely not gonna have a long distance relationship. You see what I'm saying, man? That was that was a that was a game changer. Had she not done that, bro, I wouldn't be where I am today. She wouldn't be where she is today. And and it's it's just the one of the greatest gifts that I could I could ever ask for. Like right now, my mother my mother's very sick. She has Alzheimer's and dementia. My father is not there, and she's on her deathbed. Mm. It's me and my sister there. If I was to get sick, my 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 wife would not leave my side ever. You guys got to think, man, think beyond, think beyond that. Because look, at some point you're going to get older and all you're going to do 
you're going to be in a marketplace where there's women who've been who've been beat up been through a bunch of trauma there's you that you've never really formed a real relationship there's guys that will live their whole life and never will feel what we feel marv with our with, with our wives and i feel for them because man Every man needs a mother, a motherly, a motherly um, energy in their household. Imagine putting in all this work and coming home to nothing every night, going to the club every night. That shit get old. I come home to my wife who's ready to cater to me, man, to support what I've been doing, to hold me down. Man, that's a gift from God, man. And my kids are amazing. Bro, like, I don't understand. Like, I, I, I hate that that's being lost, and I want to glorify that. Like that's one of my missions, so. Yeah, no, nah, that's a fact. And in with, you know, I see somebody. Uh, I think it was Tank earlier said my wife films my vlogs, bro. My wife been my cameraman for years, bro. Whether she's trying to operate my Canon camera or she's using her iPhone, yeah, I mean she's helping me work the booths, bro. My wife, if she could just stay in the house and be in the house all day, that's her. She's more introverted. You know how it works, the yin and yang. I'm my wife extrovert. is introverted too. You already know that's how it works. Like, babe, please, you'd be amazing <laughs> on camera. No, 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 no. Yeah, so she just she she's doing these things that scare her to death give her anxiety stress her out her little poor little heart pounding she's in these uncomfortable uncomfortable situations not because she that's where she just wants to go be she's there to support me and all my wild dreams and my wild visions and she's just been my rock and i'm telling you guys it, it without her none, none of this is possible so well you you got you got guys that want everything right they want a great family they want to be able to travel and educate and make all this money and stuff Yo, you, you need a team. You need a partnership. Your partnership with what's most important in your life, the, big, the, the most important values in your life is going to be your wife. So you better, you better, you better make sure you, you, once you find that one, you nurture that, you care for it like you wouldn't believe because, man, you got something that a lot, that's, it's, almost a, a, it's almost like it's, it's becoming extinct. It's sad to see, bro. Yeah, it is for sure. Barbers, I love the the chat, man. You guys are loving this. Uh, we we have we're hitting close to three hours. I think we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to set something up where we get a part two in at some point. I think uh, what time is this? Eleven twenty four on my time. So I, what I think I want to do, Basio, because um, we've been we've been going in. I, I feel like you gave it your all. You were given yeah. so much game. Um, the vulnerability is amazing. It's inspiring. The people are loving well, it. One, like more point before, one more point before one more point before we ahead, end it, it, bro. Let it right? out because I believe success leaves clues. If you look at those photos, you pull up those photos one more time. Yeah, I got bro. you. I got you. Go to the early days. Go to the left. Yep. Look how we yeah. look there, bro. This is yo. I gotta find right? yo. Oh man, Hold I gotta find real quick, real quick. Yeah. So so in this picture, a lot of people don't don't know the context of this. I was in the newspaper, Tampa Bay Times. Because at that time, a lot of people don't know this about me, too, is I was the conference basketball player of the year, regional player of the year. I was in the Florida All-Star game. I was a D1 recruit. And I was on the newspaper because I had a 1.9 GPA. I lost all my scholarships. My wife was on my ass my senior year. I almost didn't graduate high school. She was, she was pushing me to take night classes, to take morning classes, to retake classes. I failed my freshman, sophomore year. All my senior year, I didn't have a life. I had studies. Because if I didn't graduate, I wasn't going to play college ball. And it was because of my wife in this picture who made sure I did it. 
And that's the picture where I actually achieved it. I graduated. I made something of myself because of her. And then go to the next photo to the left. Gotcha. Look at us. Do we not look like we've made each other better? She's glowing. My kids are glowing. Together, we got better. Year after year, you can just see it by those pictures. And then go to the last, the, the last, the final photo. My That's wife cool. is 34 years old. She looked better than ever. Mm. Shit, she got me dressed looking good. I don't know how to dress. She dressed <laughs> me like that. We make each other better every single season of our lives. We held each other down, made each other better. Look better, look young. We look young at our age. Like this couldn't have happened without that partnership, guys. Yeah, check this out. Let me uh, show you this one picture real quick, too, guys. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Uh, this is me. This is me and my wife on Halloween. Come on. Uh, <laughs> yo, <and> this <laughs> come on. bro, check this out, right? Look at me wilding, bro. She the Hooters girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm the jailbreak out guy. I was uh, I just beginner barber at this time, and I was living. This is in public housing, right? This is where I was living, public housing. And this spot that I'm standing in right here was my at-home uh, barber uh, station when I was in school. So on the wall over here was my mirror. I had my chair right here. My, and I would use like the little kitchen as the spot where I cut hair, you know, and this is when we were living together here, but we even went back obviously further than this, but it, it's just crazy when I look at some of the, some of this stuff, you know, and, and to think that, you know, she's been right there with me through this whole process. And I, I'm telling you, the times I may have thought about giving up or feeling down, she's always been there to support me and encourage me. And the, the biggest thing with her, she's always believed in all my wildest dreams and, been a rock at home and an amazing mother and amazing friend. And I don't know, we, we, we having a love fest for our wifeies. They, they probably wasn't expecting that tonight, but <laughs> I'm glad uh, we were, we were able to go there cause it's, it's super important. Okay. So, so Basio, um, again, I, I, guys, let me know in the chat if y'all want to see us have a conversation again at some point in the future. I think this was dope. And I, I, I appreciate you taking three hours of your time to kick it with me, dog, <laughs> for sure. No doubt, um, where can they go? Because I know there are a lot of people on here that are like, yo, listen, I was thinking about doing this Chris Basio mentorship, six-figure barber mentorship thing. Where the hell can I go and set something up to, to see if I'm going to be a good for, fit for this? Um, so it's it's I didn't I didn't. I didn't prepare for that. Um, but <laughs> so uh, said, typically, I ain't come out here to sell, guys. I yeah. just came out here to give game. Typically, what all you would do is go to tune45academy.com, www.tune45academy.com. Will that still you, work or no? Yeah, but you got to put www. www.tune45academy.com. Yeah, and then you would just click on mentorship and you set up a call. Um, the only way you can get in is if you set up a call. Pretty much because we we need to fill you out. We need to make sure that you're a good fit. Um, yeah. So okay. once you watch that video, you can schedule a call and um, you get on a call with one of our guys. The people that you get on a call with are students of the of the actual mentorship. So you're having someone who's been through the mentorship tell you about it, answer all your questions, and they'll ask you some some specific questions. And they'll come back to me if it if it's good. Then we'll get you started. Um, and it, especially if it makes sense financially for you, you know what I mean? Like, again, I don't want you guys signing up for stuff, you know what I mean? And putting yourself in a, in a, in a position that 
you know, you can't get yourself out of, right? But I've shown the numbers. You guys didn't really want to see the receipts. But even if we have guys that signed up while they were in barber school making 500 bucks a month, their first month out, they make 3,500, they make six, they make eight. And I can show you guys, you know, the, the, the whole phase of it. If you don't trust, you know, the system that we have and that's not enough receipts, um, I can't go and, and force these guys to shoot me PLs and their tax returns. But um, it is what it is. I mean, again, I don't want nobody to, to that's stressing money to sign up. I want you to stress, you know, your success a, a lot more than that. And um, if that is a thing for you guys and you're a right fit, then then we can get started. But listen, we only we 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 bring in 20 people a month. We're sold out every month. I'm not, I don't have to market it. Word of mouth is what's I believe that if you have a the the same way that I believe that with barbering, you should make sure that the current product that you have service and product that you have to offer is amazing it's so good that people talk about it and tell other people about it organically and then you start marketing it that's how i handle my businesses so my my mentorship i don't market it but word of mouth is is booming so i know the product is good the service is good eventually we, we will scale it we still will start marketing it but um that's kind of where we're at if you guys if you guys want to inquire about it you can i know we don't have another class starting probably till october so um yeah that's it that's all i got bet and just uh of course i gotta let y'all know too i know some of you guys have been uh I, we got any course family in here my social media course family y'all in here say family in the chat because i know um i uh, seen a bunch of y'all on here earlier but for those of you that have been thinking about signing up for my course the easiest way to sign up is go on my instagram click the link in the bio um it'll take you right here you click Get the course. You can sign up right here. And what I'll do, I'll hook you guys up, too. If you guys want to sign up ASAP, just let me know. Matter of fact, just DM me after this live because we're about to wrap it up. DM me and uh, just say I'm ready. And uh, if you want to sign up tonight, I'll hook you guys up. Y'all uh, kicked it with us for three hours, so I'll really make sure mm -hmm. I take care of you. But it's a social hey, media marketing and content creation course. So what, what were you going to say? The viewers stay solid too, man. The, they stay solid. They stayed on. So, bro, they hung out, and it's late. It's open it's tonight for football. It's late. We didn't put too much promo into it. So, shout out to y'all, man. Yeah. So, uh, again, I appreciate the hell out of you, Basio. Thank you. Um, yes, we'll touch bases. Um, you know, you're definitely in my thoughts. You already know what time it is. So, thank um, you, man. Thank you again, bro. And I know everybody loved it and had a blast, and you dropped a whole lot of games. So. Yes, I'll, uh, I'll reach out to you, homie. Definitely, man. God bless everybody. Y'all have a good yes, night. Guys, take a screenshot, share it to your story if you haven't already, and make sure you uh, do two things. Number one, follow Basio Cuts on every single platform, and make sure you subscribe to the channel as well. All right? Let's go. Let's go. Barbers! Okay. Have a good night, homie. Good night, bro. <laughs>